They're colluding. Should I sing or do something? Welcome to the Fumble Through the End Zone podcast. My name is Sean O'Connor and with me, well, as always now, Michael Johnny. Hey, Shawnee. How are you, bud? I'm good. And just the two of us tonight, uh, other Johnny, as I'm going to call him, the bald Johnny, is uh, celebrating his birthday and, you know, uh, hanging out with his family. So whatever. He's 39. I mean, come on. Uh, Wait, is it actually Johnny's birthday? I read the text. It it will be on Sunday. Oh, okay. Well, happy birthday to Johnny. Yeah, nice. so he'll be 39, the old fuck. Uh, and, <laughs> and so. Um, happy birthday. Happy birthday to Johnny. Enjoy, bud. Absolutely. Have a few beers. Uh, yeah. I'm sure he's taking care of that. It's, uh, absolutely. And it doesn't have to be his, but doesn't have to be his birthday. <laughs> no, he has four per podcast at least. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go grab another beer. Why don't you just keep a cooler in the room with you? Uh, just keep a little lunchbox. Put them in koozies. They'll stay cold. Uh, I've, I know a thing or two about a thing or two about drinking. Uh, and you'll be good for a few hours. Like, what are you doing? Sure. Then he runs from his upstairs all the way down to his basement to get a beer. I'm like, for fuck's sake, man. That's a, that's a trot. Uh, that's great. That is great. But. See, this is what makes this interesting. So that's that's yeah. the quirkiness of the characters. If the people can ever see us, well, <laughs> I could put it on YouTube. I don't no, know how. No, long I'm, I'm just I'm, well. No, I, I look. Eventually, we'll be there. But I have a face. <laughs> I have a face for radio. But mine's we, very uh, similar, so I understand. We could uh, we could do this. Uh, you know, if they if they just saw if they could see, imagine <laughs> imagine what they'll see. And someday they will. We'll get there. As I also watch wrestling to the left of me. Which is Bray Wyatt's talking to LA Knight right now. So this is fascinating stuff. Um, anywho, go ahead. So man. let's jump into college football. Um, let's go. Yeah, not a lot of too much crazy stuff going on right now. Oregon got upset by Washington in a game that I don't think anybody was really thinking Washington would upset them. But exactly. I mean, they they beat them pretty good. So it wasn't like it was a fluke or one like a a. Uh, Alabama loss or anything like that. It was it was a game that they were just never in. Exactly. Um, TCU got a nice road win at Texas to solidify their spot in the top four as of right now. Uh, well, L- yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, go no, ahead. You're good. You're good. No, no, no. Uh, no. Say go, go through them and then we'll we'll go back. Okay. LSU held off, held on on the road at Arkansas. I mean, obviously a little bit of a I don't want to say letdown game, but a game that could have been a trap uh, after the big win against Bama. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't pretty, but they got the job done. Bama as well held on at Ole Miss. Uh, I will say this, the three games, if they would have lost that, that would have been three losses on the season, all three on the road against top 15 teams. So, I mean, while they didn't lose the game at Ole Miss, if they had, it would have been another one of those just like, well, fuck, if you're at home, you probably get the extra point. You know what I mean? Like, no, sure. And, and like you said, you know, it's about time, you know, these, the, the, they get some give me games. Like we went over at the beginning of the season, 
But, you know, if you're going to get beat by three top 15 teams, I mean, they're 50, you know, they're top teams in the country for a reason. So yeah. losing to them, is there a shame? You know, if a big program like Alabama loses three games like that, is it really a shame? Or, you know, do we sit here and say they're not the Alabama of old? Clearly they're not. But still, they, they didn't lose to a team ranked 75th. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, they didn't lose like a, a Marshall or anything like that. Exactly. I mean, and who does know, they, that? I mean, can't even imagine. Uh, what a horrible loss that would be. Uh, um, especially at home, first home okay. game for a head, new head coach. That'd be terrible. Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> UCLA upended, was upended by Arizona, which is a big game because now they go and they have to play USC this weekend. So uh-huh. last one of the last two battles of LA taking place in the Pac-12. Mm-hmm. Um, Notre Dame dominated the first half at, against Navy in Baltimore, and then they got 20 total yards of offense in the second half and barely held on. That was fun as fuck for me sitting at my kid's uh, <laughs> postseason uh, football party at a bowling alley, just watching that on my friend's just phone. Well, sure, and that's one of those things, too, where – yeah, look, that could have could that have happened under Brian Kelly? Did games like that happen under Brian Kelly? Yes, but under a first year coach, you see that. Now, this is to me, this is where you, as a first year coach, you make your your bones, so to speak. And I don't think Freeman did anything wrong. Look, that, this is the way they played. But mm-hmm. at some point, when you see it going that way, you know it's you know you talk. To, I know you're the facilitator. You do things. You have your coordinator speak. I know Tommy Reese is up in a booth. He's got to do everything by phone. But what I'm saying is, you gotta you huddle your offense together. You huddle your defense, or you in this case the offense because the offense was pitiful. The defense played well, and I know he's a defensive guy. But you huddle them together and you say, look, you know, let's go. Let's get back to where we were. Let's do this. You got a team over there that's fired up in the second half. You you guys got to come out. You, you, they had a chance to trounce in the game. You know what I mean? They could have won that game by 50. Exactly. And then, you know, so the only thing people are going to not remember is not the fact that we kicked their ass in the first half. Everybody, And we're talking about it now because they played like shit in the second half and barely hung on. Well, here's the thing I don't understand about the about defenses against the option. I'm not saying it's the easiest thing to stop. And we still got to make the tackles. You still got to do all that stuff. So, but when theoretically, when you look at it, it's your four linebackers. If you run a three, four, your four linebackers are basically spies. If the plays run to the left, they do the handoff. The, one of the middle linebackers takes the fullback. One linebacker takes the quarterback. Another linebacker mans the, the running back. Like, and you let them decide how they're going to run it. Like the fact that this guy broke a 70 yard touchdown run having big plays downfield, your corners, just cover the receivers. You don't do it. But, like, it, it's not a hard deep. Again, I'm not playing. I'm not the one making the tackles, any of that stuff. But theoretically, when you're, when you're game planning for it, it shouldn't be, especially if your team is disciplined, a hard thing to stay disciplined on. Well, and let, me, and, and let me add to that as well. Yes, I agree with you. Let's put it this way. This is an offense that has been around since the beginning of football. It's a hundred years old. Exactly. And the reason over the years, I like we played this in peewee football, then played it in a little bit in junior high. You barely threw the ball. Once you get to high school, a lot of teams got away from it. Even going back when I graduated 30 years ago, teams got away with it, uh, got away from it. 
at the college and pro level. You had Jay Fiedler on your team. Uh, this, uh, this is true. A, NFL uh, quarterback. NFL quarterback, yes. Uh, congratulations to Jay for making it. You know, again, very <laughs> well. Well, I want to tell you, determined because he, he was he's a he was a smart kid. He went to Dartmouth, graduated from Dartmouth, could have had a job, and he, you know he he bounced around for a few NFL teams. Um, but never he started for a few years at Miami, didn't he? Well, but I, but even when he got out, when he when he went to Philly, and then when he got out, he coached at Hofstra. When oh, Hofstra had their football program, didn't you know? And then and then he latched on. He got he got uh, the job of Miami, was there a few years. And the weird way about his career, and I told Jay this at one of our uh, at one of our uh, grad uh, graduation. Uh, Sean, I can't think of the name of it. When you when you reunion, reunion party, holy shit, I'm tired. You're <laughs> but, about to have another one soon. I think forty's coming up here in a few years. But at a retirement, I said, you know, when we watching a game. And, uh, you know, they, him and uh, Chad Pennington got hurt on back-to-back plays. Yep. Well, well, so I was I was talking to him. So Pennington gets hurt. His career is destroyed. He gets a bad shoulder. Boom. So now Jay's coming into the game. He just signed with, you know, he was with the Jets. Look at his hometown, hometown team. We go like this. This is great hometown team. He's going to be. Now we can take them. Boom. That was it. He turned it. Everything ripped apart. He was the back-to-back plays. They ruined two guys' careers. Yep. That was the end. Then didn't Brady Quinn come in after that too? Or was that a few years later? I'm, you know what, Sean? I don't remember who the third string quarterback was on that team. I doubt it was Brady Quinn. I don't think he was there. I think I would remember. But that is a good trivia question. <laughs> if the two quarterbacks got destroyed. <laughs> yeah, who came in? Who, who came in? But any, but but then uh, I was ready to but, buy my number nine Fiedler jersey. I was all I was all set. Yeah, hey, listen, I, I you know we went to I went to a Giant game when the Dolphins played the Giants. You know, he was he was playing. Jay, Jay was very nice, a very nice kid. You know, everything else. His father, his father was a basketball coach in uh in, in Queens and and coached Anthony Mason, amongst others. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah, no, he was kind of like a father figure to him. Um What's funny is I remember looking at your high school yearbook and seeing Jay Fiedler in it going, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, no, he was NFL material, obviously. And and like I said, this is a thing to the kids out there. That's what I'm saying. Jay could have done a number of other things should he chose it. Now, he was a great athlete. He could play a lot. Of, I mean, in, in the springtime, he was a decathlete on the track team. So he could he could do it all. But what I'm saying is even there was a guy, he he got a, he got a, he got a, he had his degree from a, an Ivy League school. But he said, look, I want to play football. And that's that's what he did. There was a part of me that wanted to make a Bruce Jenner joke. Um, <laughs> wow. Well, True, but I mean, I'm, I'm not perfect. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's how it happens. But anyway, but, Sean you know what field he wasn't on? He was on. He wasn't on the baseball field with you and and uh, Chris. No, well, Jay, Jay did play baseball, but he played he really? baseball when we were kids. He played. Well, well yeah, he I was talking great, about in high school. No, well, but in high school, like I said, he was at the cap. Yeah, I know. Did, you know, oh, a big deal. Runs ten sports in a, in a track <laughs> meet. Good yeah. for him. Oh, he does them all well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He does everything. Cool. Good for that guy. <laughs> Guy, guy grabbed the goddamn pole vault, and it's like, who does this? Who does you're gonna this? shot put. You're gonna do the other thing. You're gonna do oh the steeple chase because that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, let's do that one too. Fucking let's hop over obstacles in the middle of a track you know, with water. It's great. You know, you you sit there in the, in the spring track. It's like, wow, you got all of these events. Which one do you want to do? Well, I'll do all of them. <laughs> <laughs> and well, I'll do all of yeah, them and, well and succeed. Got um, it. What but anyway, kid. getting back. So get, <laughs> exactly. Wow, listen, I'm kidding. Uh, I'm joking. Oh, getting, that's back, funny. getting back to that offense. 
Yeah. They they came up with ways to stop it. I mean, even Nebraska running it in the late 80s and early 90s, you're like, this is foolish. But you <laughs> see how does, you know, exactly, Sean, like you're saying, in the simplest of form, it's easy to defend, and that's why teams got away from it. Yeah. But it's all about execution. And it's not only about the execution of the defense stopping them, but if execute, you see at the college level – if a team executes it right on the offense, so every block is made, every block is picked up, every you know you do enough, whether the quarterback keeps it or gives it up, it can still work. But it, it, it doesn't work for full seasons, and it certainly wouldn't work for a full game at a higher level anymore. Well, it's funny because like the RPO is a play on it from the shotgun, but mm-hmm. it still isn't the same. Like it's not. I mean, you have the handoff or the quarterback run, or you have the pass. It is it. The trick with the triple option is that fullback, that slot. That, that. Yeah. See, but I would take it under center. I don't know why they – to me, yeah. that gives – it gives the defense a better read a lot of yeah. the times. Because let's face it, the first handoff is almost 90% of the time bullshit to the tailback. The guy yeah. brings it in and starts rolling, like you said, then the fullback becomes a – or vice versa, the fullback will get the fake all the time, and the tailback goes to the outside. So, I mean – and you very rarely – Pull up. You know, we went to, me and your Uncle Wayne went to Notre Dame Army. This is back in the 90s at the old Meadowlands. Yeah. They had great seats. Now, Notre Dame was poised to put a hurting on them that day, too. But another armed force team. They were scoring. We were play, they were playing well. Army's quarterback in the first half threw, two, threw three passes. Only three. They, now, they ran the option. They did. He was two for three. With two touchdowns. So you sit there and you're like, and, and long these weren't short touchdowns. And you sit there, but everything else. Now, Notre Dame went up big. Like I said, they were up 21, whatever, 28, whatever. Army scored the two touchdowns and crept back. But they were, because they kept running the ball, the clock was running. And you yeah. just sit there and you're saying, this kid can obviously throw the ball. I understand it's the offense they run. But shit, don't you have another package where maybe you drop them back from four downs to try to get back in the game? It was just, it was crazy to see. Because I'm sitting there watching, I'm like, they're coming back, but they're going to run out of time. Yeah. Because of the offense they run. So it was kind of silly. That's basically what happened in Navy this weekend. Well, that's what I'm saying. So same point. If they had had another 10 minutes, they might win the game. Yeah. What was it when uh, Brian Kelly was coaching Notre Dame? The year that you went and saw them play Georgia Tech, right? Correct. Yeah. Georgia Tech made a furious comeback in the last uh, like ten minutes that, of that game. That game should have been over. Yes, and they Notre Dame was up like forty nine to twenty. Final score was like 49-45 or some shit. Something or forty. It might have been forty nine forty two. I think they yeah. might have touched that. It was not sure, but I will tell you what's even nutty about that. So they they every time Georgia Tech scored a touchdown. You know that big banners that somebody got on a pole? Yeah. You know, it's, it's, and they had this guy who was way too heavy for the tight outfit that he was wearing. <laughs> he would run in the, from ends, the back of the end zone to the other side of the end zone with the Georgia Tech flag. Okay. The funny thing was, he didn't have a workout until that fourth quarter. He barely <laughs> had to, they kept scoring. This guy was fucking fagged out. His, his his face was red. He was sweating. I, it was almost like after the third touchdown, he's like, "We can't do this anymore." He's like, "Stop!" He was he was hoping they didn't score anymore. <laughs> he, was bust, he was busting. They put him in this like tight 
white <laughs> sailor outfit. It was very, I don't even understand why. You know, <laughs> different with a blue like shirt. And he just kept running back. And, and that, that flag must have weighed 40 pounds. So like he's the shot putter in, in the spring. Well, uh, Notre Dame almost killed him, man. They almost killed him. <laughs> next, next all those points. Would have been the first time Brian Kelly, Kelly killed a student. <laughs> uh, Little known fact about that game, too. We were sitting there. The Chicago Blackhawks were there celebrating yep. Stanley Cup victory from the previous you know, year. Well, same year, just previous June. Yeah, Jonathan Taze. I actually saw that picture a few weeks ago on my phone. because I Yeah, they walked right. But we had good seats. We were right behind the end zone, you know, a couple of little up. Like right after you've been there, they have the bleacher seats in the end zone. Yeah. And then it starts the regular seat, you know, the bleachers, the actual bleacher seating, not the fake bleachers. Yeah. Yeah, the, the cement. Yeah, we, we were sitting right there. So they, they all walked by us. And it's amazing. And obviously no disrespect to hockey players because they they, they play. A oh, game. they're small. No, they, every one of them was tiny than the, the other guy. Yeah. <laughs> they were walking by a five foot seven, 150 pounds at that. Most and guys, you knew you're like, man, how how did this? So how is Patrick Kane five foot six? He looks huge on the ice. Sean, he walked by. He looked like a, a kid, a child. <laughs> he could have been a student, a student there, or somebody applying. It was really nuts. It's funny. Oh, a side note with Notre Dame this week. Did you see that thing about Pittsburgh's four star quarterback uh, decommitting? No. So Pittsburgh had this four star kid. Uh, I think his last name is Minchie. Can't remember his first name. I want to say Kevin, but I, I could be wrong. He he had committed to Pitt. Mm-hmm. Why? Obviously, they're not having a great year. He yeah. decommitted and is taking a trip to South Bend this weekend. Really? Yeah. So where is where is he from? I don't know. I think Pennsylvania. But uh, okay. uh, it looks like Marcus Freeman and Tommy Reese might be flipping a four star. So wow, look at that. Um. I, one of the things me and my dad have talked about, you know, you and I have talked about is them getting their, getting their guy in. Yeah. This could be that opportunity. And then they still have uh, Lloyd Carr's grandson the next year, who's going to be a five-star by the time he gets there, hopefully. Um, so looks like they're going to start, they're starting to build, which is all I can hope for as a fan. Now, now here's another, okay. Well, two things on that one. Dave Weinstadt's going to be pissed that he's not going to pit. <laughs> Oh, darn. Oh, okay. Let me tell you something. How does Lloyd Codd's grandson not go to Michigan? <laughs> well, they kind of fucked him over. I don't blame him. Uh, no, but no, I'm saying how is that not? the right? Now, if his choice was not to go anywhere, I mean, not to go there, that's fine. But what I'm saying is you don't think they pull out all the stops. Oh, you would think. I mean. For a former coach to say, and if your grandson is good, to say, hey. What can we get your kid to play? Now I can understand if they had somebody better than him who was going to be there for the four years. I get that, but how, how national not, champion head coach there. How do you not sign him? <laughs> how does how does he not commit there? I'm sure they're like at least it wasn't Ohio State. Yeah, well that's true. <laughs> that, that I mean, true. then again, I mean, how does? Uh, What's his name? Son, grandson, not go to Ole Miss. Oh, cool. uh, Manning, uh, Archie, yeah, Archie. yeah. How does he not go to Ole Miss? He's going to Texas of all places. No, I know. Well, but that was weird too because you know he, I mean, his father, who was the best out of all of them, supposedly, yeah. you know, never got a chance to play for his condition. You know, yeah, he had the spinal stenosis, like David Wright. Yeah, yeah. So. So, what I mean, I, I can understand that one a little more. 
I mean, they they would say, "Are you going to?" Fo-? He they, they thought he would follow either uncle's steps. Yeah, you know what I mean. Are you going to go to Ole Miss? You're going to go to Tennessee. I I got to give the kid respect for carving out his own route. Well, no, of course, and 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 maybe this brings Texas back to prominence. You know, a little a little more than they've been. They're going to the SEC. They're fucked. That's true. <laughs> like they're done. Arch is going there just to get onto CBS weekly. You know what, Uh, Sean, you're right. You know what, I'm not even thinking about that. Them in Oklahoma, like what the fuck? I don't know what they're going to do. Why would he pick that? I've no, not that I'm thinking about it. You know what I would have picked if I was him? Fucking Clemson. (laughs) Clemson have played in the ACC for four years. The only other team you got to go up against is occasionally Notre Dame. Yeah, you're right. Like, what are you doing? Like, why? Why would you go to Texas? I mean, it's a great Austin's a great city, but like, I don't get it. And I also think too, what what if what if he doesn't pan out? <laughs> like, what if he's just with well, some people peak in high school? Doesn't mean that they won't be good, but some do. What if these kids don't do anything? <laughs> like, because you always have the reverse. Let's put it this way. Tim Tebow was a phenomenal college quarterback. Yeah, he was not a great NFLer. Just not it, but I'm sure there's a lot of a, a ton of them. Brady Quinn. Well, look, let, let's put it. Brady, well, Matt Leinert. Even go Matt Line. It's another great example because I'm talking about guys who might throw a little. But I mean, even Rick Myra. Rick Myra yeah. was an exceptional college quarterback. Yep. And, and and couldn't do anything in the NFL. Yeah, I mean Ken Dorsey at Miami. Yeah. Um, so so we see a lot of that. What I'm saying is how many do we not see? Well, I, let, let me ask you a question. Jimmy Clausen was a big high school, you know, phenomenal quarterback. Do you think he achieved what he, what, what all the hype was? God, was no. Yeah, exactly. close. That's what I'm saying. So as many times as we see the ones who, who, who peak, you know, they peak in college and don't, don't do well in the pros, how many do we hear about or don't hear about you know, you just say, oh, this kid's supposed to be a phenomenal quarterback. And then he goes to a program and does nothing. Is he the last five-star Notre Dame guy? Jimmy Clausen? Yeah. Hmm. Well, what the fuck? He ruined it for everybody because he definitely wasn't. <laughs> Fucking fans hated him, too. Like, I did not like him at all. <laughs> Couldn't stand him. Uh, I know a guy who used to call him Pickles because Clausen Pickles. Well... <laughs> Well, you know what it is, Sean? The when he got into the even the co- the college game was much faster to him than mm-hmm. the high school game, and he just never caught up. He kind of got screwed too his first year. He was supposed to redshirt, and then no- yes. that was that year that Notre Dame went three and nine, and like Charlie Weiss's career was on the line. Yeah, so they threw him into the fire. So they right. threw him into the fire, and like he he got the shit kicked out of him. He was Dave. He was David Carr's brother after you know. That's true, and you know what? But but that's. But once again, as a player, do you grow from that or do you, you know, he kind of bolted, especially if you're as good as you're supposed to be? He was so bad at Notre Dame, somebody sucker punched him at a bar downtown one time with his family. <laughs> That's how bad he was. The faithful were like, fuck you. <laughs> you know what that sounded like? You like somebody sucker punched him and their family was there to sucker punch him. <laughs> no, he was there with his family, like nah, the parents, his brothers, and all that shit, yeah. his girlfriend. And some dude just was like, hey, Jimmy. <laughs> uh, 
And you know what? Like you said, a lot of other people were like, fuck, I wanted to do that, which is a shame. <laughs> Because it's a goddamn game. Yeah, it's a game, and he's a kid. I mean, he's, yeah, he's only like 21 you're mad, years you're old. You're mad at him. You're mad. Look, let me punch you in the face. Barely not a child anymore. Yeah. And he got jacked by some dude at a bar downtown in South Bend. Who, who, who couldn't even make it into Holy Cross? <laughs> couldn't graduate. From, who couldn't complete the GED. Uh, <laughs> All righty. Bunch of Rudy's in that town. Uh, anywho. Mm-hmm. Last big story, I think, as of right now in college football. Syracuse has completely fallen off the table. They did. It they again. got housed. They got housed by Florida State. I mean, like thirty-eight to three. Like it wasn't even. Shorty, my friend Billy is a huge Syracuse fan. Huge. I mean, I, I can understand in basketball, but why football? No, no, no. But but he's but they they've been for years. They 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 had some family up there, you know. So he would go up. He would go to these games, the football games, the basketball games. I mean, you know, it's always. It's always going to be known as a basketball school, except for those few times in the early nineties. Yeah. You know when they were, they were big. You know the uh, uh, Sean. I'm blanking on everybody. The quarterback who went there, McNabb. Uh, thank you. <laughs> uh, I almost said McNabb three times, and I said <laughs> the rest of the, uh, no. He he went to Alcorn State. No, exactly, and and, <laughs> and he also went to meet his maker, not by choice. <laughs> That's why I didn't want to say his name. Sleep on so, the couch. Uh, yeah, so exactly. What a sh- what a shitty. Women are terrible people. <laughs> Giselle's already dating that bitch. <laughs> Just terrible, terrible people. Terrible but, human beings. But so and and he was he was so pumped for this because if you remember they did the five and zero and then fell apart and then didn't even make it to a bowl. But yeah. now they came out. They were talking. They ranked them. It looked like the right thing. He was so happy for this year. He's like, wait, we're going. We're going to get a we, – and he's like, we win a few more games. He, you know, he's a guy still looking like at a bigger bowl. Yeah. He's like, you know, they're not going to play in a horse shit one. And now they're just doing the same thing. They, they just – it took the one loss, and they've just nosedived. It'll be an easier trip to the pinstripe bowl. Yeah, well, that's I was going to say. They wouldn't have to go as far. But what a, what a shame because, you know what, Sean? You know, that's – there's a classic example. Maybe that school – they roll off eight, nine wins. Maybe you get some kids to come there to play and keep it rolling and do something. As far as they would ever go, doesn't matter. But maybe you would make it into a school that that had now they're just it's almost like square one. And here's the thing. They start off four and five and go next year. Who gives a shit? Because it's the same thing until you start playing the teams. Yeah. And not that they didn't. They, they had a few good wins. It wasn't like they had all layups. But once you lose. Can you come back? And once again, is that on coaching? How do you stop the slide? I think I that's you, more on coaching, personally. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. How do you stop the slide? Look, you keep, your players have to play, but your players have to play on the way you coach. You got to say, hey, guys, look, let's go. Let's, you know, yeah. let's do something here. All right. You want to get to the rankings? Sure. Go ahead. Let's go. Roll All right. Current out. top 10 in the college football playoff rankings. At number 10, which I nailed this weekend. Nailed it. Okay. I got all 10. Did you? I did. Okay. Uh, number 10, Utah. All right. Well, this is after the games were played. I sent a text to you and John. Yes. Yes, you did. Number nine was Clemson. Yes. Number eight is Alabama. Okay. Number seven, the Trojans of USC. Mm-hmm. Number six, the purple face Brian Kelly's. <laughs> the number f- at number five, the uh, Tennessee Volunteers. Mm-hmm. Number four, those Horned Frogs of TCU. Correct. Number three, Michigan, number two, Ohio State, and number one, the defending reigning national champions, the Georgia Bulldogs. Correct. And I think they've got it right. 
The whole 10 or just one through four? I think they got the whole 10 right. Okay. Um, you could make an argument that USC goes above LSU, but LSU's two losses came to Tennessee, who's number five, mm-hmm. and Florida State, who's number 19. Okay. I forgot who USC lost to. I think maybe Oregon. Hmm. Who was? Maybe. Yeah. But, I mean, but LSU has a better better win overall by beating Alabama. Mm-hmm. So, and so we'll see what happens with that. Uh, yeah, otherwise, I think the top 10 is fine. I think the top four is fine. I mean, TCU is undefeated until they lose. If they lose, so uh, now they, they belong. So, and that's what it says. So now, I mean, look, at we, we looked at it the last couple of weeks. It looks like TCU will probably run the table. Mm-hmm. And we would assume Georgia would has a good shot at running well, until whenever, until the uh, championship SEC title game. Yeah. Yes. Until the championship game and the two, the two in the middle still have to play each other. Yep. So, and that game depends a lot on what the final score is. Mm-hmm. I mean, say Ohio state or Michigan loses by a score and I tightly contest the game. I could see one of them falling to four and TCU moving up to three. And that being about all the changes. So we're, we're not, okay, so you're not even necessarily thinking just flip-flopping. You're thinking TCU still would move up. I think they'd move up the one spot, especially if yeah. they win the Big 12. Yeah, they're probably not going to get to two. They, they yeah. could go to three. They can get to three. Uh, you figure whoever wins out of wins Ohio State Michigan will win the Big Ten championship. And will be number two. Will be number two. I got it. Okay. And so... Potentially, you could have Georgia, Ohio State in the first round, Georgia, Michigan in a rematch of last year's first round, mm-hmm. uh, Ohio State, TCU, Michigan, TCU. So, I mean, interesting games. Um, Ohio State, TCU would be would definitely be. Yeah, I mean, and then you've got my only thing is I hate rematches. Yeah. So, I think it would be very hard for the committee to put Tennessee in, unless like Ohio State or Michigan gets blown out against each other. Like if Michigan loses, we'll we'll use Michigan as the example, 30 to 10, then you got to drop them. You have no choice. Uh, TCU moves up to three and then Tennessee does go up to four. And uh, wait, Sean, is is that after their regular season meeting or? Yeah. Even with one loss? Well, because Tennessee only has one loss and their one loss is to number one. No, yeah. TCU's undefeated. Ohio State would still be undefeated. Georgia would still be undefeated. But no, but if Michigan lost to Ohio State, when they would be undefeated. Ohio Ohio State, yeah. So Ohio State would stay two. So you would say Tennessee gets past Michigan just because they lost the number one. I mean. No, theoretically. Theoretically, it's a better loss by ranking standards. What I'm saying is I wonder if they would do it. I wonder if that's I think strength of schedule and strength of record would bump Tennessee up. Okay. When you've played Alabama, LSU, Georgia, Florida, I think that bumps you ahead of Michigan. So or or Ohio State, because they play the same division. So yes, definitely. So the only thing that could mess this up is Tennessee lost the game down the stretch here, which they're not gonna. No, I don't even know who they play next week. This week they play like they no, they have a week? layup game this week. We yeah, had, they, I oh, they play that. at South Carolina this week. Okay. 
I think somebody, next week some layup game. Yeah, even, last, they, they play somebody ridiculous one of yeah. these two weeks. Don't so, worry, Alabama and, and uh, fucking LSU have some toughies this week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> fucking ridiculous. Uh, nonsense. I love the weekend before Thanksgiving. These teams are playing the toughest competition in, in, the, in, the, in this country. Uh, it's fantastic. Fantastic yeah. for college football. Well, you know what um, is, Sean? I think that most of them are uh, the universities and college want them to concentrate on their studies as semesters are ending. Although point. Ohio State goes on trimester still, I believe. Do they? I, they might I think so, yeah. I think they're a trimester school. Yeah. Isn't that fucking wacky? <laughs> I don't even understand how you under, how you figure out those credits. <laughs> uh, and like, why are they we do only... fifteen week terms? Why? <laughs> but why are they only one of the schools that does that? I, I just like why buck the trend? Why are you a weird high school? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's, it's Christ, weird. my my high school is the block schedule. But maybe... I did four classes a term, like I was in college. <laughs> McKenna's Catholic school is on trimesters. It's 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 not quarterly. It's well, you guys got to get that prayer class in every term. Well, you get uh, it in, but you know, <laughs> you figure it's easier. Hey, listen, we only have to be good for three quarters or whatever, three sem- semesters. All right, so I got the biggest games for the weekend. Let's see. It's going to go in order of time. I didn't write down the times. You, okay. First one's at 12. The last one's at like 1030. Yeah. All right. So Illinois, the fight in Illini at Michigan. Yeah. It's going to be a close one. Uh, number four, well, TCU at Baylor. Yeah, no, another. Austin, PA at out, number eight, that, Alabama. That's that's what we talked about this three weeks ago. That's a fantastic. You know what? I think upset. I'm going to see you hear it here first. This is what we do here at Fumble. At it, Fumble through the end zone. You hear it here first. If Austin PA beats Alabama, I'm going to run up and down my street naked. Uh, that's, they, had a, uh, they had a good run in the, uh, the NCAA tournament one year, right? In hoops. Yeah, absolutely. A uh, <laughs> little different, but, you know, same, same. All right, we got Boston College at number 18, Notre Dame. Yeah. The Holy War. Last time they played on senior day, I was there. Oh, really? That's yeah. Right yeah. We beat the shit out of him. It was awesome. And it uh, should happen again, hopefully. Uh, you, you would hope. Mm. Number one, Georgia is at Kentucky. Yeah. That's... Number two, Ohio State is going to be down the road from me at Maryland. Miami is at number nine, Clemson. I picked this game just because I think it has an effect on the Big 12 title game. I'm not certain, but. Texas at Kansas. Okay. Um, plus Kansas had that big win against them last year in like triple overtime. Sure. So, so good, good rematch. Okay. Uh, this one's probably the biggest game of the weekend. Marshall at Georgia Southern. That's <laughs> um, I almost went to Georgia Southern. I was very close. Is that uh, true? My goal was to score high enough on the SATs without like studying or practicing or anything yeah. else to yeah. get into Georgia Southern, yeah. and I did that. I ended up going to Kennesaw State. Yeah, exactly. I could have gotten into Southern. Wow. And uh, you know, I wonder if your life would have been completely different. Probably not. That would have been <laughs> just as much of a problem. I just wouldn't have gone with a girlfriend. That was the biggest mistake I made. Uh, I've had so much more fun. Anywho, uh, <laughs> this is uh, number five, Tennessee at South Carolina. We already talked about that. 
Yeah. Uh, we got uh, Bedlam in the Pan State, Oklahoma State at Oklahoma. That's number 22, Oklahoma State. Mm-hmm. Um, Venables needs this win. He can't be losing Oklahoma State his first year. Uh, number seven, USC at UCLA. That's a seven o'clock game, I think, on Fox. So I'll be watching that one. Also, they already said that Notre Dame at USC will be the 7 p.m. game on ABC next weekend. Oh, they did. They did say. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. I know it was a TBA, so all right. Yeah, so yeah, they, they put that one in prime time. So nice. Runs up against the Survivor Series, though. War games. I don't know how I feel about that. Um, <laughs> number six, LSU is hosting the uh, University of Alabama at Bur- Birmingham. Birmingham, yes. Not to be confused. Just as good as, you know, so they have a chance to beat two Alabamas. This they year. do. I mean, and they beat Auburn. They've beaten them. They're the, they're the state champs. I was going to say, but just two University of Alabamas. That doesn't happen a lot. Just because this one has a dash <laughs> and then another name after it and absolutely no players does not does not mean a thing. I mean, I'm pretty sure all the kids on this team played high school football last year. Um, so, <laughs> Sean, you know what that was like? You ever hear a kid go, hey, where are you going to school? I'm going to Miami. Oh, that's great. Of Ohio. Of Ohio. <laughs> Uh, exactly. Well, I work I, with a woman who went to school at Miami of Ohio, and she had to make that. She's like, "Oh, I went to Miami of Ohio." Yeah, of Ohio. I was like, "Ah, <laughs> all right." You're right away. Everybody's from, like, "Oh, sun and fun," and they're like, "No, Ohio." No Ohio. snow and cold. Yeah, bullshit. Cleveland's nearby. <laughs> Sweet, great city. Yeah, I don't. I. It's very strange. It is very strange. <sighs> and then last game of the night, uh, number ten, pro- probably. The best game of the weekend, based on rankings, at least. Uh, unfortunately, nobody's going to see it because it's going to be like 1030. Yeah. Number 10, Utah at number 12, Oregon. All right. So I may see a quarter before I go to bed. <laughs> if you make it to that, yeah. Yeah, I highly doubt it. All right. But anything else college football-wise? Are we good? No, nah, I, think, I think right now we're just, you know, playing out the season. That's what it yeah. seems like. And pretty much. I don't well, have any thoughts we, on like Heisman or anything like that. I don't even. Know yeah, no, we'll wait. We'll wait till we get a little closer. Yeah, I'd have, I'd have to look at stats and shit. I don't know. I don't have that kind of time. Exactly, anymore. and you know what? It never ends up being the people, everybody, the person, everybody thinks it'll be. No, it should have been Manti Teo the year Johnny Manziel won it. <laughs> whether his girlfriend was a girl or alive, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. You know what? <laughs> you can't take away the fact that the guy's grandmother did really die. Yeah, she actually died. Yeah, like she so did die. And he thought his girlfriend died. He, he, yeah. he didn't know. It, it, gets, it gets a little lost in the story, but his grandmother did die. That is true. <laughs> and now, they were close. When it comes out a few years from now, his grandmother didn't die. It was just somebody online pretending to be his grandma. You know, then it'll be. <laughs> his dad will lose another 60 pounds and be on another uh, show. That man looked horrible. <laughs> well, I, prefer, I preferred his dad fat. Exactly. Exactly. That's the way that man should have looked. Now he's all fit and shit. Like, get out yeah, of here. What's wrong with him? Yeah, Why are like, you oh, fit at 50? What the hell? He heard, that he heard he'd be on TV. He was like, oh, I've got to lose. You know who was the opposite of fit? Lene. Definitely the opposite. Lene blew up uh, more ways than one. Uh, <laughs> you know, if you're going to change your appearance totally. Don't look. That's worse. the way to do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
when All they, right, on to the NFL. When, I'm just saying, when she marched out, I go, <laughs> that's him. <laughs> right? Did you, because he had the same face. Or she yeah. had, whatever, however, we're going to do this. She had the same face. Yeah. So I said, I go, but that was, let me tell you something. We knew the story, or at least you thought you did. That's that's exactly how they headed it on Netflix, the, the story you think you know. Yeah. But when I'm sitting there, and I'm watching, and I'm looking at it, and then all of a sudden, I'm like, who is this? Thing? And I'm like, wait a sec. Well, I thought it might be a sister or something. <laughs> yeah, that's what or, I thought, too. I was like, oh, and, it must be a sister. So and I'm also, like, wow, he looks I'm just like, what? <laughs> he looks just like his sister. And then he's like, you know, it was me who did. I'm like, what? So they're right. We didn't know the full story. No, you died. That's what I was told. Uh, <laughs> and you came back a big fat woman. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, what a anyway. Poor anyway. Manti. Uh, that that's all that dude's ever gonna be remembered for. Not for we how like good throw, he was. We like to throw this story in on each broadcast, so I do appreciate that. We we won't let it die. No, I, I I can't. Well, that was the greatest play. season of Notre Dame football I watched it was, in my it, it, that I can remember, like honestly remember. Sean, you fully. remember the games? You remember the goal line stands? The Stanford the, play. The, the, the yes, the season was incredible, and then this horseshit. <laughs> and then literally after getting blown out by Bama, and going, man, Manta did not look right in that game. Yeah. And, and then, then three days later, that report on Deadspin, I was like, oh no. <laughs> No, like now it makes sense. But I walked it- into I walked into work and immediately three guys were like, "Hey, have you met my girlfriend Lene?" I was like, "God damn it!" <laughs> Listen, I have a real wife. You've all met her. <laughs> Pictures of my kids. I, I don't have a fake girlfriend. I just I I just think it's weird that man Ty waits every year for the beginning of the season for <laughs> another note another Dame football player to be had be screwed the same way. <laughs> He's like, oh, there's got to be somebody else who's got an online girlfriend he's never met, who he loves and dies, because that happens all the time. <laughs> no, they teach a class about that now for football players in the preseason. <laughs> they tell him, yeah. Yeah, if you haven't seen this person in real life, they're not yeah. your girlfriend. Uh, poor man, Ty. All right. <laughs> I'm just glad he's been welcomed back by the community. That's yeah, good. well, we needed it. That's what I'm saying. It was about time. And he totally, he changed his appearance also. He should have never been like, Banished. I hate that. Uh, he he didn't do anything wrong. He was just gullible and stupid. Well, I think part of it was him too. He like his head. Shorty, the watching the thing. Remember, football was he could always play football. Yeah, that was his thing. He goes, no matter what was going on in his life, football came naturally to him. Even though he worked at it. Yeah. And then remember, he was saying when he was on the field in the NFL, he didn't know what the fuck he was doing anymore. Yeah, he he had lost himself. He lost so that he knew it was done. Then he goes, I, I can't. I can't even do that. He goes, this was my one escape. But now he's got, he's married with a kid. His wife is super attractive. So good for man time. Yeah, no, he's, he's doing okay. All right. Let's move on to the NFL. Sure. All right. Tom Brady, 2-0 since his divorce. Correct. So that let keep that a lesson, boys. <laughs> <laughs> what, did, what did Willie that- Nelson say? Why does divorce cost so much? Because it's worth it. Uh, <laughs> I suggest doing it before the season. So maybe you have a run at, at uh, immortality, 17, 18, and 0, whatever. <laughs> How many games do they play now? I don't know. Just as long yeah. as the fucking 72 Dolphins will stop champagneing each other. Yeah. You know what? Uh, There's not too many of them left. <laughs> well, oh, darn. Yeah. Uh, 
Bills Vikes was at this point game of the season. Yep. However, I will say this. I know you pissed. Go that ahead. was the worst coach football game oh. I've ever seen in my life. On both sides. Yeah. The Bills right, not kicking the field goal. Sure. Which teams do now routinely. Which is routinely. stupid. Yes. Go up 13. You got to force them to score two touchdowns. Sean, they sit there and they tell you there's a piece of paper that says don't do that. Why? Fuck that piece <laughs> of paper. Yeah, that's 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 and I'm an analytics guy. Forget the points. But that's my point. But you know what? Play it the way it's been played since the inception until a few years ago. Take the points. Um the Vikings on fourth and one going QB sneak with a guy who should never do a QB sneak again in his career because he had to get three inches. He got negative two. Yeah, he went Uh, back. Yeah, like, I don't understand how that happened, Kirk. Like you, all you do is jump. And Tom Brady has taught every quarterback how to do this: jump, put the ball over, and fall backwards. I tell you, the know ball just fan- has to cross the plane. You know who was fantastic? Eli Manning was fantastic yeah. at the quarterback sneak for the first time. Fantastic guy. Because Eli would jump, he'd put it out, he'd tuck it, and he'd fall. Like you forward. said, he, you know, he was a big dude in in height, you know, a little bit, but lanky. So it did nothing. He had and sometimes he didn't even have a good line. But let me tell you, they shoved forward and he did it every time. Ball yep. forward, him forward. Then he'd come back and they'd spot the ball over the first down mark. Just first of all, I still I don't know how you don't get inches <clears throat> in a game. I don't. How don't you get inches ever? <laughs> like and and the other thing too is the next play, the Bills trying to QB sneak out of the end zone. Like yeah. Yeah, they should have handled the snap and all that. So, yeah, the touchdown shouldn't happen, sure. But, like, just take the safety. Be in shotgun formation. Take the snap. Stand there. Bounce around like you're looking for somebody to throw to. And then run out the back of the end zone. Waste five to ten seconds. Punt off. And your pass rush was getting to them. Like, why wouldn't you just take the chance? And it's funny because... Another credible news source besides TMZ, TikTok. <laughs> oh, well, they have it. No, no, no. Wanted it looking through it after the game. That's what a guy was saying. Why not take this? Like, there's a guy you've probably seen him a thousand. What are they doing? <laughs> see that guy? What are they doing? And he does all the football and sport. He does the baseball games. He does everything. But that was, he said the same thing, Sean. It just doesn't make any sense. The announcer said it all. Look, I was telling Xavier before that play, when that happened, I was like, you get in shotgun and you take the safety. And he was like, why? I was like, because they can't move the ball on you. Like they can, but they can't. Like, you know what I mean? Like, well, well, here's my thing, though. I got to tell you, years ago, this is a lot of years ago. I was having a discussion with somebody and this happened in a game. And I can't remember if it was a giant game. Or if it was something else. But but I think because this was back when they, you know, I'm talking early 90s, maybe even the late 80s, probably early 90s. Anyway, that's what they do. Now, there was a lot of time left. So let's just say the team ended up taking the safety, mm-hmm. but still had a lot of time left. And on the free kick, they only really got it to midfield. And then it was returned. So they started. And it was a lot of time, Sean, and they started on the team's other side of the the field, on their side. Mm -hmm. So I got to admit, I said that one time. Look, you understand, and I said it, 
And that was the thing. And the thinking was, well, we've stopped them. If your defense can't stop them now, you can't. But I'm looking at them like, well, they only got to go 40 yards. There's like a minute and 10 left. <laughs> I go, I know they have no timeouts, but I'm still like, you gave me. Now it ended up working, but I, to me, at that point, giving them the points plus the ball back at that particular time. We weren't talking 24 seconds. Which is what we, would have been left in this game. Yes. No, that's what it, that's what I'm saying with the differences. We weren't talking 24. I weren't even talking 35. We yeah. were talking over a minute, and they, they did it there. And you know what? I, it had to be the giant game. And tell you the truth, I thought it was going to blow up in his face, but it worked out. So I, I do think there's times you do it and don't, but you're going to give the team, you get a better, you know, a better free kick. And you and like you said, and if the defense can stop them with the timeout situation, it's even then game. it's the Vikings, and they would have had to kick a field goal to win it. No, I know. I know. The Vikings never make game-winning field goals. Uh, no, no, I sure. I agree. In this ever, <laughs> in this instance, <laughs> and the guy missed an extra point. In this, I agree. The, the the play was to take the safety and and get run around, then take more time off the clock. So I'm not even done with how mad I am about this game and how the coaching. Uh, Let's see it. After the, the fumble recovery in the end zone, the Vikings kick off. They've got the Bills pinned inside their own 30. And then what do they go to? Fucking Russian three prevent defense. defense. Yeah. And letting Josh Allen just hang out and then go, oh, I can run for 15 to 20 yards. I'll go <laughs> do that. Oh, I got this guy out outside. Let me throw it to him for 15 yards. And we're burning three seconds of play, like just marching downfield. I will say, I will say that any time a play is even slightly questionable, the review should happen. On that ball that was out of bounds, that probably was incomplete, but they didn't review it. So nothing you can say about it. Um, But any play that's somewhat like close in those situations, they should be. I think the review booth should be calling down before the refs even spot the fucking football. It's like, let us look at it. Just let us look at it. Call it a catch, but let us look at it. Um, because that changes the game too. Yes. Um, but then you get to overtime. The Vikings don't score. Then the bills don't score. And then the Vikings come down and win. It was just a poorly, like there were some great moments that the, the Jefferson catch and a few other things, but it was just horribly. Coached. And obviously you're, you were happy of the outcome. Oh, absolutely. If the Jets yeah, win but, this weekend, they're in first place. I love it. Yes. Now let me ask you a question. Josh Allen's arm. What'd you think about it? It looked fine for the most Exa- part. Right. So do we think the, the jet injury in the, during the jet was much ado about nothing? They just lost the game. And I saw somebody say something. Maybe you said this. I can't remember last week, but. There was somebody who said, like, well, yeah, the arm injury, yeah, you kind of worry about it, but, like, he's it's he's not a baseball player. He's not throwing – he's not yeah. a pitcher throwing 100 pitches in a game as hard as he can. Sure. At tops, he's probably thrown at the most in a, in a game where he's got to come back, 50 passes, and most of those aren't even close to as hard as he could throw. Yeah. So it's like – the the and then he's got a week off and all this other – so, like, I get it, but I'm, I'm sure – by the end of the season, we'll have some after the season, we'll have some idea of what the deal is, like whether said, it's a strain, a tear, or whatever. To I mean, me, for, when he came out throwing, it looked like look, there was plenty of zip on the ball. Yeah, he was getting the ball to the receivers, 
everything was chest high or right there. So I, I really don't think it affected him at all. I mean, Seth Lugo's had a tear in his UCL for like four years. And he's still right, yeah, no, exactly. It, it is. Shit, he could have had Tommy John surgery twice and still been. But I, he's been I using herbal remedies from fucking Whole Foods for the past four years. I, like fine. I said, I, I don't know if his extent of his injury was that bad, but it, it really looked for a guy that didn't practice till Wednesday and and was limited till. I, I I think he was. But even then, how much does he have to practice? Yeah, he was. He was fine. I mean, he's he's a football player. He knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. All right, Dolphins were very impressive, and then went over the Browns. That game was never close. Nah. Um, just. Dominated. I, I'm, I'm amazed at how two, how good two is right now. Um, I, I, I really need him to get hit again. Yeah, not in well, the head. Not in the head. Oh, um, but because uh, when he gets hit, the, he gets shook up. To me, I'm not, again, not talking about the head stuff. Just no, no, in general, I, I, he gets me, the, he gets the itchy feet. He was another one of those guys who I thought was just gonna, hey, the guy was a, a good uh, college quarterback, but too small. Let's I, he doesn't. It's funny. Sometimes it looks like he throws the ball real hard and other times it's wobbling. Yeah. So I, I really don't, I, I, I'm still suspect on his arm, but he's making all the plays and everything's falling in place. So I don't know. So is either this maybe just a really good year he's having, or is this what he's going to be for the rest of his career? And I, I can see this that. being what he is. <clears throat> I mean, he's, he, he needed the time to come back from the hip dislocation and all that stuff too. I mean, sure. They drafted him after that major injury. And, and yeah, exactly. so, I mean, like, now well, that we're just, actually seeing him play for what he might be, I mean, he was good I, in college. I, I mean, so. I mean, the well, here's the laugh thing about his arm and everything. They're like, well, let's see him in the cold in December and in, in wherever. So it's like, well, okay, so in December, half his games are probably going to be in Miami, which is. The last so- game of the season is against the Jets at home. Yeah, so if he plays two of those games in some shitty weather, all right, and you're not guaranteed snow except maybe a place in Buffalo, maybe New England. But then here's sure, the if you play thing. in Buffalo, they'll move you. But here's the thing, too. If you win enough games, you get your home field for the playoff. Mm-hmm. And then the Super Bowl is always in nice weather or controlled climate. So what, what does it matter if the few games a year he plays in shit weather? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it really doesn't, doesn't matter. And say thing like the Chargers makes, and he has to go to the Chargers. Like it's not that big of a or Indy now, or whatever. It's I understand when the Bills took Josh Allen, they said because he has a big arm, and they needed that because he's going to play a good stretch of games in shitty weather. So that makes sense. As an opposing player, all of these guys who play on the West Coast, they always say, "Oh, they're gonna have to play in that cold wet." Well, they're gonna play in that cold weather for sixty minutes. Mm-hmm. A couple of games in December, although t- this this week in New York for the Giants it's supposed to be twenty degrees. Well, I mean, here's another thing too. Tom Brady's from California. Yeah, he played in fucking New England for New like England 15, all those years. Nineteen years, like never he acclimated. <laughs> no, Sean, you're right. That's what I mean. I think people make more of that than than they need than to. Anything else? All right. Next, the Colts play best on Saturday. Like what I did there. Yeah, you did well. Oh, man, I love that. I was so proud of that. Uh, but no, I mean, I, fucking Raiders are awful. Terrible. Not, only, not only did he say two weeks ago on Twitter that that team was bad. He got cu- got hired off of his couch and beat them. Josh McDaniels <laughs> should never be a head coach again in his life. 
Now, interesting, because I, I, have, I have another friend who's a giant Raider fan, been his whole life. And we were talking about, and he goes, he had said something, and I heard it on the radio also, that they're not going to fire him for the sake of not even coming because they're going to have to pay for somebody else also. Yeah. They're going to be paying three coaches at once. And that, and that's, and that's what they said. So it looks like, look, I don't know if he'd give up on somebody after the first year, but here's the problem. We've been down this road with Josh McDaniel. He's not a head coach. No, he's, he's a coordinator and that's what he is. Much like Todd Bowles stay there. Stay Rex there. Ryan. There's nothing Rex wrong Ryan. with that. Although Rex Ryan did, you know, he went to back to back. He had two years. It's, uh, <laughs> oh no, but that's still an accomplishment. Look, you gotta look, say what you want about Rex. He won. The team, no, no, the team that he assembled, which was a lot of his former players in Baltimore, by the way, on yep. his defense, they bought into his, his gimmick until it wore down. And then you, his ouster from the Jets, and nobody bought into it in Buffalo. No, so can't wait. <laughs> All right, the but Cowboys. He does. I mean, no, I, I, I appreciate Rex's analysis on TV. Yeah. Um, and I did enjoy those two years with Rex. He got too skinny. That's why I don't like him anymore. He did, well, he lo- and, but the funny thing is, when his brother Rob, who had the same surgery, got fat again, Rex, you know, to make him feel better, got a little fatter. Good for Rex. All right. Good. But I mean, I will tell, wait, now, now, here's something strange. I watched the show, not strange. I watched the show, uh, The Amazing Race. Rex Ryan was a contestant on it. He was a contestant as the football season... He was heavier in the show when they taped that he, now he, he's skinnier again. So that means he lost weight after the taping also. So he's back. Probably saw himself on TV and was like, God damn it. Well, no, no. He had already <laughs> lost the weight by the time the show uh, aired. But he was, you know, but so he's, he's getting back to his happy place. <laughs> uh, the Cowboys are not them boys. Yeah. Who'd they lose to? The Packers. Packers. Who then lost to the fucking who, who Titans? You got beat last night. The Titan team that had no defense. No. Great, yeah, great so loss, Dallas. The uh, well, at this point, somebody said, "I was it Stephen A. Smith." I think Stephen A. Smith said, "You know, Dallas has the best backup quarterback in the league," <laughs> because no, no, saying that Dak Prescott should is a backup play uh-huh. because uh, what's his name again? Why can't I do this? The kid who filled in this year. I have no idea what that kid's name is. I know who you're uh, talking about. I can't think of his name. Uh, why can't I think of his name? Krupp? Krupp? Uh, Something, yeah, sure. Yeah, no. So, you know, he 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 won the games when Dak was out. So they're like, Dak is the best backup quarterback. <laughs> but but seriously, they, they play, you know, he's, listen, I don't know if he's the answer either. I don't know if he'll win a big game. The team hasn't won a playoff game. <laughs> so... And they're paying him a ton of money, too. Which is fine with me. Look, I like when the Cowboys lose. I, You know, the Giants playing, you know, both teams playing on. Uh, Do you play them on Thanksgiving? Yes. Awesome. So now here, we use the, I have not looked at the schedule. But you got Giants, Dallas. You have Bills, Detroit. I wonder I what the third game is. I remember what the night game is. I don't know what the third game is. Oh, well, look. Remember the Packers Lions were the game was the game for a thousand years. Yeah, and and every year they were just Jesus Christ Notre Dame hoops. But you can't get rid of the Lions. The Lions no. will be a mainstay forever. They have to be. Patriots Vikings. Okay, I'll watch that. 
So those yeah, are the so Giants, Cowboys. That'll be a fun one. I'll, I'll enjoy that one. Well, you mean as Dallas of right now, the Dallas is a seven point favorite. That's fucking stupid. I'm taking the Giants on that. That's really stupid. And the Giants have the Lions this week. Yep. I don't. I'm. I'm interested in who you pick. <laughs> we we talked about this. All right. So the Commanders they uh, let the 72 Dolphins enjoy a toast in week uh, ten. Uh, Larry Zonka posted on Twitter him, him having a beverage. Yes, I did see the Zonka one. That's what I'm saying. He might he might be one of the last alive. No, I just need to know what uh, uh what was that show he was on with the kid Webster? What's Webster up to? Emmanuel Lewis? Yeah, wasn't Webster on that show? Wasn't that the he, show he was on? No, no, yeah, yeah, Emmanuel, yeah. Well, 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 no, it wasn't Larry Zonker. It was the other football player. Uh, oh. What the, uh, Kara, Kara, uh, yeah, you're right, yep. Alex Karras. Yep, there it is. Yeah. Well, My bad. Well, no, hold on. They look a lot alike. They do. <laughs> they look, you know, they, they both kept that 70s mustache. Both had the thing, but not bad. Webster. Any, any, no baseball you're like, stuff. You're like, what's Webster up to? I'm like, I don't know, about four nine. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, I thought I, I saw a tweet. And I was confused by it. Go ahead. Uh, oh, so the Reds and Pirates made a trade for two guys I've never heard of. Sure. Uh, well, we'll get into baseball a little yeah. bit because that's uh, there is a lot of baseball activity going on with nobody people have heard of. Yeah, no, it's, it's been awful. Uh, I mean, the Mets made a trade today. But they did. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get we'll, there. We'll get there. We'll get there. All right. Uh, seven out of eight East teams are in the playoffs currently yes. if the NFL ended today. So all of the Jets division would be in the playoffs mm-hmm. and everyone except the commanders who are tied for, <laughs> theoretically speaking, the seventh seed. In the yeah. In the NFC. It's crazy, right? We 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 play in the two best divisions of football. The West Coast football is awful. Anything outside of the northeastern sector is just it, shit. It's just shit. Uh that, just just watch the AFC East and NFC East, folks. California football, with I get the exception record-wise, the 49ers is garbage. Yeah. We <clears throat> get to play the Cardinals. I mean. All right, let's get into the schedule. Let's go. All right, this week um, by the Dolphins, the Seahawks, the Bucks, and the Jaguars. Yes. All right, first game, Bears at Falcons. Justin Fields going home for the first time. Mm-hmm. I got the Bears. Uh, sure, you know what? This is, like I said, I don't – you know what? I, I guess is it time for me to come around on Justin Fields? It seems everybody else is. I uh, – as of right now, he's the best out of that class. I, I mean, no, I, I, I was taking the Bears anyway, but I'm just, I don't, you know, when I don't, I, uh, whatever, I'll take just, I'll take Bears. <laughs> All right. Next game. I was really looking forward to this one until they moved it. Browns at Bills in Detroit. Not only do they leave the snow, which every football fan loves to see. Exactly. They go and play at an indoor stadium. Like, fuck you, Roger Goodell. Like, why do you ruin fun? Well, but now he is. <clears throat> here's the two things about this, though. That is even more bizarre. 
So they knew when the snow was coming. Mm-hmm. They made the announcement yesterday. You think they would have got on the fucking plane Friday? Yesterday, yeah. And flew out. Excuse me, on Thursday. Yeah. Now, now they're not they're sure there. if they're gonna be able to get there. They don't know if they'll be able to get out Saturday afternoon as planned. So they might either be late Saturday night or early Sunday. And this is a one o'clock game. I don't. They should have made it a later game, also. Yeah, it should I, move just like four thirty. I, I know there's look. I guess in terms of so now, if that's not as bizarre as that, they're flying out after the game and then flying back Wednesday. Why wouldn't they just stay there? Exactly, they're playing in Detroit. They're flying out and then coming back. Is this not is this not the most like if you know how you you have your job? <clears throat> excuse me. Uh. You know how you have your job. And sometimes you're like, well, this big snows, it's par for the course. This is one of the stupidest companies ever to work for. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> if I'm a Detroit Lion right now, I'm like, what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> Why you did Buffalo we, Bill? A Buffalo, what did I say? You said Detroit Lion. Detroit Lion. And you know what, Sean, it's going to be hard to pick this week. <laughs> if I'm a Buffalo Bill, why do I say, look, and I know all that shit, hey, sleeping in your bed, why be on the road for that whole time? But Oh, yeah, like, it, like they're staying at the La Quinta. It's only a couple of days, and whatever family's coming out there for Thanksgiving to be with you, you know, they can fly out whenever. What the fuck, man? It's just so dumb. Like, I don't understand it. Like, the NFL knew this storm was coming a week ago because everyone in the world did. They could have got, they could have made a decision before Wednesday, first of before Thursday, first of all. And the bill, like, it's got to be the ownership who's like, nah, 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 we'll fly back and then fly back. You know, like you're spending more money on airplanes than you are what a hotel would fucking cost. Now here's even the sicker part. And I think it was more of Cleveland flying in because the flight's only 45 minutes or something like that. Right. Yeah. It's a, that's and then now you could have had them fly in on Thursday afternoon. They're saying that the, the fans would have been able to get there by, you know, for the game. The Browns fans? Like, yeah, no, 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 uh, Bill, whatever, the stadium, yeah. people would have gotten to the game. So they theoretically, theory, right? I can't say the word to that. Theoretically? Could have played there. <laughs> so if you were going to do, if, you, if if the reason you changed, and which was a good idea at the time, obviously, just look at what the place looks like now, and they don't have to concentrate on it, they can have people doing the roads, but you fucked up everything else. <laughs> I mean, the flight to me, the flights are bad. I, I don't because if they're rushing around, once again, it's only a forty-five minute flight. So even if they got out at nine, ten o'clock on Saturday night, what's the big deal? They could still. But what if they got to leave Sunday morning? Yeah. Either way, I'm picking the Browns. Oh yeah, you're gonna. Go I'm Browns. going Browns. This is too much going on for Buffalo. And and because of that, I'm in. I just do like I wouldn't be concentrating on the game. I'd be like, "What the fuck am I going to do about my family? You know do I, they have groceries?" I, I think it's going to be a lot on them. To, I, you know what? I and I don't. I remember as much as we talked, you talked of the Browns a couple of weeks ago. How shitty they played last week. I don't. I I think this game, it's the controlled environment for both teams. Yeah. Browns might be able to play. <clears throat> I just, I just think the bill the Bills have been put behind the eight ball on this one. And, so. and they got yeah, they got a lot of stuff I'll coming off of a tough loss on Sunday. I mean, there's a lot going on. So I mean, if they can compartmentalize, good for them. But I know I wouldn't be able to. If they well, 
<laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, no, I get and I would roll right with it. I'd be like, oh, who gives a fuck? It's only a 45-minute flight. I don't care when we get there. <laughs> I'll, be at, I'll be at the facility until we go. <laughs> you know, when you're on this side of the media, you look at things different. <laughs> if you're playing, you don't give a shit. All right. Next game, Eagles at Colts. <sighs> Do the fighting Jeff Saturdays have another one in them? You know what? <clears throat> this Short game to me Eagles. is... I want to see if the Eagles rebound. I'm hoping they don't because yeah. then it shows that, look, there's on both sides of the ball collectively, even though if they don't, they might not be the greatest team ever for the beginning of the season, they've been playing the best yeah. both ways. You know, you hope, you know, they're hoping Jalen hurts is the, is the real deal. So they've been playing well. Now let's put it, the commanders won that game handily. It mm-hmm. wasn't even as close. You know what I mean? They beat them the whole game. Um, Taylor Heineke's a baller. What can we say? That's apparently. But so now this is where it's a tough game. I will take the Colts because I want the Eagles to lose. But I, 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 I want the vested interest wants to see how do the Eagles respond in what has otherwise been a magical season so far. Short week has me concerned, but I'm going to go Eagles still. I think they're the better team. Mm-hmm. All right, next one. Jets at Patriots. Here we go. Both teams coming off a bye. Uh, Jets should have beaten them a few weeks ago. Did not because Zach Wilson sees ghosts when he plays the fucking Pats. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> to me, this is a game where Zach Wilson has to show something. He has to. If he doesn't, then it's like, well, you're not the answer. Because if you can't beat this team when they're at their worst with two quarterbacks that are not very good and only that old fuck that is the only remaining guy there, like, who, who's not even, who, who can't even get in the field of play? Yeah, like <laughs> he's only standing on the sidelines. Like just, just fucking win. Like right. as Al Davis would say, just, just, if the Jets can't win this game, then they they don't. I don't know. Now, I, I to just, be sure, is this the law of average games? They've lost to him thirteen times in a row. <laughs> have they really? Right. Yeah, that's it. thirteen times. So is this the law of averages? Maybe. Finally, they get one. I'm going to say they do. I'm going Jets. I mean, I'm going Jets. I mean, I want them to win. I'm well, going no, you're going to go out. But um, look, first of all, they're not a terrible team, obviously. The Patriots, is, they're still a transition team as far as I'm concerned. Although, you know, they do have the best head coach mm-hmm. of all time. And look, they did. They beat. And I know he enjoys beating them. My point is how, how, how does it keep going? I mean, I guess theoretically, I got it out, Shawnee. It could. No. <laughs> I got it out. It could, but I'm going to go Jets. I just think it snaps. I think this. I think it snaps here. I think the Jets got a lot of momentum going that way. I hope so. And the Bills win was part of it. You know, like I said, what do we say? You you win, you keep winning. You win a big game the next week. And this isn't a letdown. This isn't a trap game. This isn't a let letdown because they got to win. You know what I'm saying? This is the Patriots yeah. and Nemesis divisional game. They haven't beat them in in years. You know, seven. If if they don't beat them this time, it's seven fucking years. It's, so I'm saying this. This to me is what makes your team, you, you know, a team and a team worthy of stuff. And of course, because I live in Baltimore, I get the fucking Ravens game mm. and the Commanders game. I'm so excited. <laughs> 
All right, next game. Well, can fucking uh, Netflix or somebody just buy Sunday tickets so I can watch it for ten dollars a month? Uh, what do they charge now? Did you ever look into it? I, I don't. Sunday ticket? No, I had it last year because I was a student still, so I got like a reduced price. I could do the online thing and all that stuff. But the Jets sucked, so it like wasn't worth it. So it didn't matter. Uh, this year so this would be year, great to have it. This year you wanted it, and it was six thousand thousand dollars. Yeah, exactly. And I had to get a, a satellite dish uh, that I wouldn't <laughs> even use. <laughs> What's the basic package that comes with that? You have to have the seven hundred channels, sir. <laughs> I don't need them. Uh, All right, next game: Rams at Saints. I'm gonna go Rams. I'm going Rams to the Saints show. They were just a joker a couple weeks ago when they when they decimated the Raiders. Who were the worst team in the game? So. Yeah. Uh, Lions at Giants. Mm. I'll let you go first. Uh, uh. <laughs> I, you know the what? The man you idolize versus your favorite team. I take, I, you know, I just think Dan Campbell's the right man for that job. I, <laughs> and I, you know what? I don't understand my fact that I have always had something for the Lion team. I don't know why. I've always, I've always, you know. It's because you're a Betts fan. Do you understand their pain? Yeah, I guess. I mean, no, but theirs is more pathetic. I, you know what? To tell you the truth, I used to, I, I did like Wayne Fonts. I did. They're all co- uh, many years. And usually it was by the look of puzzlement on his face when the team was losing. <laughs> and it's not that he didn't do well. He, you know, he had a decent career there. But I'm just saying, like, how he was, he was chubby. <laughs> Made was the face. Guys, we practiced this. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. So it was the looks and everything like that. Obviously, I'm going Giants. Yeah, I'm uh, going Giants too. You know, but uh, after this week, I hope the Lions have a have a nice a nice rest of the season. I hope they crush the Bills on uh, Thanksgiving. Oh, they play the Bills, so you really want them to win? Yeah, next I'm all I'm all in for the Lions on Thanksgiving. All right, next game: Panthers at Ravens. I can't wait to watch this one. Yay! You get this, this horseshit. I get um, Lamar versus I don't even know who. Yeah, who's I don't. Who I'm going it? Ravens. I did that Ravens. Did, did I see something that uh? It, it could be uh. Darnold. No, well, no. I thought he was going to be the number two. I thought it was going to be uh Baker. Is it? I mean, still, I'm going I, Ravens. I, I think I could, unless I'm flip flopping that, Sean. I maybe Darno. I I saw Darno's name, but I thought I heard that Baker Mayfield might. Travis Darno's playing. Yes, <laughs> he said he needs to. <laughs> He wants to fulfill his quarterback fantasy. <laughs> Ravens, it is. All right, Commanders at Texans. I don't know why I, they. Do I have that. a buddy who's a uh, commander. Flip a coin fan. and take the day off. <laughs> uh, they should just flip a coin and take the day off. <laughs> I have a buddy who's a Commanders fan, and after they beat the Eagles, he goes, "I guarantee you, this weekend they lose to the Texans." So I'm gonna go Texans. How can they? I go Commanders two in a row. I am. I'm. I. I agree with you, but I'm still. No, you did. If a fan's like fuck it, I'm like, all right, let's do it. Go Texas. Oh wait, Sean, we forgot. Oh wait, we didn't do them yet. But the Jets guy who flipped the coin was right with the Bills, right? Yep. Yep. So he still hasn't lost. He hasn't lost yet. You know who he took this? What he did this week? Pat's win. Oh okay. Ah, fuck it. I wish you would have said that before I made my. <laughs> I'm hoping the coin is wrong. So you, this would be the first time the coin, it'd be 10, 10 weeks, right? Yep. 10 weeks, okay. right? It'd be the first time in 11. All right. Well, I'm hoping it's wrong, too, because I took the I took the chance. All right, go ahead. Proceed. I'm sorry. 
best game of the weekend. Raiders at Broncos. Mm-hmm. God, I, I don't even give a shit. I'll say Broncos. I'm sure there's about 65,000 people who wish it was <laughs> snowing in Las Vegas. Like it wasn't. In, 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 well, in, this uh, is Denver. It could. Oh, no, they are in Denver. You're right. Oh, I'm sorry. I take that back. The joke is much better if it was in Las Vegas. <laughs> well, their stadium fans, has a roof on it. And Raider fans wanted it to stop. Exactly. The whole thing, Shorty, that was it. It doesn't make sense now to play it in San Diego. Do you have to work tomorrow? I feel bad for anyone who's who runs into you on your... Uh... <laughs> no, no, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. Uh, <laughs> what times? That's only 10.25. Broncos. All right. Cowboys at Vikings. You know what the best part about this game is? Guess who the favorite is. I have a pick them over here. So this is early in the week. So last I saw was the Cowboys were the favorite. Yes. Makes no goddamn sense. Wait, were they favored by one? Uh, um, Wow, that was week 10, week 11. Let me look. Uh, Cowboys by one and a half. Okay, one and a half. So early in the week, it might have been one, and this one went to a half. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So the away team getting that, giving up the half point. So it just doesn't like. I, and it's not Vikings like the, are better. It's not like the Vikings are three and six. Well, three eight and one. They're, they're, no, I know. I know. I know. Like, I'm going I Vikings. I am too. Well, for more more than one reason. Hey, I think they're a the better team until I want them to beat the Cowboys. I, I, I mean, like this Vikings team. So why why would why would the odds makers they, you know it's to make everybody think and get get a lot of action on the game? Yeah, and hope and hope that the Cowboys pull it off. Because you get a whole bunch of people taking the Vikings. It's a yeah. lot of money to be Makes a lot no of money to, a lot of money to be made if the Cowboys won. All right, but Vikings it is. All right, Bengals at Steelers. This game used to be a good game <laughs> for a lot of years. Not so much anymore. Well, I mean, it was week one. It was a fun game. Well, that's before the whole NFL sucked. No, that's true. Uh, I'm going to go and, with the and uh, was, Bengals. And actually, week one was still the preseason yeah. because they didn't have any. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got to. Ah, man. I just I still feel that the Steelers, even if they're not as good, they could win at home. But. You've been riding that Bengals coattails a lot, and I don't think when's the last time they won. It's <laughs> a good question. We were all, oh, they're coming off a bye, and and the Steelers and the Steelers beat the Saints last. You know what? Give me the Steelers at home, show me. All right, I'm still going Bengals. No, I yeah, I just I'll, I'll take them. All right, Sunday night football. Chiefs at Chargers. Who's playing in the primetime game? <laughs> Don't worry, we got two teams we talked about last week playing in primetime. Again, playing in primetime this week. <laughs> it both are. Exactly. I, I don't. I wish the Chiefs, they put them on at 9 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> That's how sick I am of seeing them. I'm sick of seeing Herbert. All right, I'm going Chiefs. I, I got to We look, we both can't stand the charges. So. No, I had a conversation with somebody today at work. I was like, Herbert sucks. 
They're like, no, he's great. He's got a bad rib, though. And this and the other. I'm like, I don't care. I don't think he's I think good. they just did another top five quarterback thing, and I think he was number four or five. I'm like, why? I don't get it. I don't, I, I just don't get it. Why? And I'm not gonna say he's garbage, but I don't he's he's top 15, but he's not exactly. like he's he's half of the league. He's yeah, he's half. run of the mill. Yeah. All right. And okay. Monday Monday night. 49ers at Cardinals. I don't like the 49ers enough to watch their games when they're the game of the week on Fox, let alone fucking primetime. Also, every week. I'm tired of seeing gold and red. I, I agree with you. Uh, and the Cardinals stink. Like, I don't know who would pick them. <laughs> well, they had, in a couple of weeks, I think showing one of the primetime games is uh, tampering somebody else, and they want to get the game. There's a better game. The Dolphins might. I think the Dolphins play somebody. And they said it's time for Tom Brady to stop, you know, get him out of it. And they're like, well, I, I think that. Whoever Tampa Bay is playing, I think it's either a divisional game or something, but it has playoff implications. And the guy's like, well, maybe that's not the best game to, <laughs> to get flex. him off of. Yeah, yeah, the flags. All right, uh, 49. Like, like you said, I, I can't stand the Cardinals. I, I, they're garbage. All right, so MLB this week, they announced their award winners. Uh, so I'm going to run through those real quick. We mostly got them all right. So yeah, AL Rookie of the Year was Julio Rodriguez of the Mariners. You were right on the uh, National League Rookie of the Year. You said Michael Harris. Mm -hmm. I said Strider, and we knew it was going to be a brave. Sure. Uh, AL Manager of the Year was Francona. Mm -hmm. Good good for Tito. Yep. NL Manager of the Year for the fourth time in his career as Manager of the Year. First time a New York Mets manager has won it, Buck Showalter. AL Cy Young, Justin Verlander. NL Cy Young, Sandy Alcantara. Unanimous also. Yep. First time since when? It's been like 20-something years, right? Yeah. yeah. AL MVP was Aaron Judge. NL MVP, Paul Goldschmidt. However, yeah. the Mets did get five guys in like the top. Yeah, five guys, but but Pete was still fifth. I, I didn't. Who finished fourth? Was it Freeman? Yes, yeah. Stupid. Yeah, so yeah, they, they, they got this shit. Like, like I said, <clears throat> I think Alonzo should have been top three. So I think I... he should have been. He should have been in there instead of Arenado. And it's not to take anything away from him, but listen, you know what? Well, as much as, you know, the Yankees, everybody wants to point to Judge having the big second half. And if he didn't have that second half, the Yankees don't win the division. But, you know, the Yankees start out 50 and 18. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then, they, so their lead and the teams in the league that had a chance to catch up when they played like shit, like the last 101 games, though, the Yankees were 50 and 51. Yeah. But the, so the teams who had a chance to make a move, Toronto, didn't make a move. So, and that, when they got off to that 15 18 start, they didn't win just because Aaron Judge, they, they was the same thing. There was a new guy every night. Their pitching was outstanding. Their relief pitching was outstanding. So to sit here and say, and look, I, the guy had a phenomenal year, but was he the reason they won the 99 games in the division? I, I I, get, I think if a guy in his place hit 35 homers and knocked in 100 runs, it would have been the same thing, hit 300. You know what I mean? I, it wasn't like he got a game-winning hit every night in the second They only the won season. 99 games? The Yankees? Yeah. Yeah, and they were 50 and 18. <laughs> People shit on the Mets because the Braves had a historic second half. 
Now, now, like I said, I, I think they got that right. Definitely. He was, he was, oh, he, he was definitely the, the AL MVP. I mean, MVP like I'm not going to take that away from him. I the, mean, you know, Goldschmidt wanted, it was just like, eh, whatever, you know, I guess you won in a year. Nobody had a runaway year in the national. Now, now, well, the funny thing is, I, I think a lot of people think Machado got fucked, but you know, know but, but I mean, right. Goldschmidt had a good year. He didn't have a bad year, but you got to remember, Goldschmidt had a lot of RBIs driven, and he disappeared in the month of September too. Well, I mean, here's the thing: Alonso led the league in homers, uh, the National League in homers and RBIs. Yeah, and finished fifth. Like, I don't understand how you look at that and go. Nah, he doesn't deserve to be. He, he's my seventh place guy. Yeah, no, no, I, I, that's, I, unless they figured that, once again, I, I think a lot of stuff is put into analytics. You know, that, no, 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 the, the 10 and a half games. But like I said, the 10 and a half games wasn't in, in, in September. It was, yeah. it was from May. They started chipping away in May. Yep. You know what I mean? And I know they, they say it was in June, as of June 1st. Whatever. So even if it was June 1st, you had June, July, August, September. You have four months of the season. A 10 and a half game lead in this month, in four months, people acting like it's, you know, it was it was seven. You know, they were up 10 and a half with 12 to go. But now... I think it was the Mets still went like 66 and 30 in the second. Oh, no, sure. We, we, we did this. Yeah, I, mean, I, I mean, yeah. No, no I know. Saying, you and I have. I'm just... I just want to reemphasize that, like... Now, now let's just take... Let's let's take a few of them. Once again, the, the rookie of the year, there was no controversy... No. Um, now the manager he is so Buck wins, and then people there was a lot of people. Why not Robbie Thompson? Not why not Rob Thompson? And of the Phillies, yeah. And they like they, they played so a lot of people were like, well, you know, we came in halfway, or but here's my point: even if we we had said it already, we we had talked about it because first of all, if this is the first year, he wouldn't have made the playoffs any other year ever. Their team wouldn't have made the playoffs. So they wouldn't even gotten an opportunity to get where they were. So take all that away. They won the 87 games. But not only that, Shaw Walter and Snedeker, Snedeker, they both had better records over the games that – so they would like – he was 66 and whatever, and or he was 64 and Buck was 66 and Snedeker had 67. So they were both – they had games on him anyway. Yeah. So to sit there and say that either one, one of them wasn't more deserving than him. But the funny thing about it, Sean, and I'll tell you, that Snitker right came in fourth, or right, or, or third. I think, I mean, came in third. But Marmol was fourth, and I'm like, why? <laughs> I don't even know who he managed. The St. Louis. He's the St. Louis. Oh, man. okay. I told you, he's the young kid. Yeah, yeah. He's he's the reason. That they lost the, the, the game to the Phillies when they were up to all the runs. I just, I, I don't, like I said, these guys, they're, he's, they're 37 years old. They, I, I mean, I, whatever. I, I know, I, I know, I know you got to give it to, but I was just surprised he got as many votes as he did to finish where he did. Yeah. But I guess, is he the fourth best? So to me, is he the fourth best manager in the National League? I don't know. I'd say Thompson's the fourth. <laughs> Well, before uh, we're giving him a full year, he probably is. Yeah. Oh, we'll see. We'll see how they play next yeah, we'll year. We'll see how it goes. So, not like you said, not too. Verlander deserved it, as far yeah. as I'm concerned. Alcantara was and, incredible and, all year. And and, and, <laughs> and let me tell you something. He is the throwback pitcher, and I hope his career goes. I, listen, I hope he gets a little more 
run support and help and win because he should definitely be winning between 15 to 20 games a year with his stuff. Yeah. I hate that he pitches seven times a year against the Mets. Every fucking season, they never miss him. They never miss him. <laughs> it was like when uh, uh, Fernandez was still alive. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. They never miss him. Nope. And, well, Sean, I ain't hoping the guy gets on a boat all cold. No, I'm not either. I'm just saying. It sounded like, like it sounded like no, that. No, 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 no. No, it sounded like. All right. I'm, 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 no, I'm just saying they would never miss him. It's no, impossible. No, they, him and Fernandez. They even that's why Fernandez died. He says they moved his start. <laughs> Can I tell you? Do you know what's fucked up though? All right, let's get back to that. Do you know Don Mattingly felt awful about that because if he didn't move his start, he wouldn't have he no, wouldn't he have been, been out. the next day. And he wouldn't have been out. He would have went back home and, and went to bed. Yep. Now, can you imagine holding on to that shit for the rest of your life? It's like Josh Hamilton with that guy he tossed the ball to in Texas yeah. that fell to his death. Well, but I, like I said, but but even you live with it, even though, look, everybody's responsible for their own actions. Yeah. But had he not juggled the rotation, it, that's fucking sick, isn't it? I mean, yeah. it is. The Josh Hamilton thing's me. Can I tell you something? Like I said, Sean, look, I'm we're, we're big, huge baseball fans. Yeah. I've never caught a baseball at a, at a game. I've only come close. A few times. I think we told the story, but I've only come. I I would, I would never be leaning over a fifteen to twenty foot railing ever, and I know it's for my kid, and yeah. I know they throw the ball in, but if it, if it didn't have the chance to, and look, I know he only reached and he, he didn't expect his momentum to go get him. I, I I don't know. It's just it was never that big a deal to me. I had, John Main threw me a ball one time in D.C. Really, and he threw it short, just okay. a little bit. But, like, in right field, theirs kind of has a drop-off like that because they have the higher wall or whatever. And I, like, you know, T-Rex armed it because I was short, like, I'm not – Yeah, I yeah. short armed it. I wasn't going to lead over. I, like, hit my hand. Like, my fingers, like, right here and fell off. Uh, and so it was – yeah, exactly. And I was like, ah. Oh. He was like, I pitched yes, – or I pitched whatever. I was – he was like, I'm coming off injury or whatever. And I'm like, you pitched yesterday. <laughs> You couldn't make it to me? Like, I'm less than 60 feet, six inches. What, were you wearing a Met jersey? Yeah, it was a Met jersey hat, the whole... Oh, so he threw it to you and he fucking... And you had the short on it. Yeah. <laughs> I just... What what an awful way to... And I, I believe the guy was a firefighter and, you know, it's... Yeah, I yeah. Mean, oh, oh, the guy from Texas, yeah. Yeah, and your kid, your kid, your kid watches you. You know, it's just... Was like Shannon Stone or something like that was his name. Yeah, but I just, I mean, I like once, once I can't blame Josh Hamilton for that. No, no, I, I don't even blame. Like you can't blame Don Mattingly for flipping the roster. Oh like, no, no, you can't. I mean, look, they're, they're playing a game and it's yeah. a business. If the last thing he's thinking about is anybody getting a little fucking blowing them and a couple of drinks and driving a boat where you can't see. It yeah. is funny, man. The water for something that the sky lights. You got to remember, the sky is your only light. Yeah. So and, and usually the weather's there's night, but the stars are what you go by. There's no there's no uh lights on the fucking on the water. It's it's crazy. So just even even going that they you never even know what's coming. It's it's almost like the Von Olin and Tim Cruz thing with Bob Ojeda yeah and spring training. They never even <laughs> saw that doc. And Ojeda says it, he goes, We never and they, they got decapitated. Yeah. I'm saying that they never even saw a cut, even with the drinking them. They, you know, you would look, I don't care how drunk you are. You, you see, you're like, fuck, man, they we're coming up on something. Yeah. You on the water, 
you can't see a damn thing, man. It's crazy. That's why you don't go boating at night. Well, and, and the speed always plays the part. I mean, yeah. let's face it. And, you know, and then, and, and, and the extracurriculars, but, <laughs> but, you know, it's a shame. Yeah. But anyway, Alcantara, a throwback. And I hope the kid, I hope his career skyrockets. I really, not, never, like I said, just not against the Mets because I like, you know what? To me, six complete games, the guy could probably throw 10 in a season. Yeah. And, and, and you know what? He's conditioning his arm to take that work. And once again, good for Don Mattingly doing it. You know, how many managers would have taken his kid out of games? Oh, next year, he's not going to make that many complete games. Oh, no, not at all. Who got the job? Uh, what's his name? Uh, Sh- Sh- uh, Schumacher? Schumacher got it, right? Yeah. Yeah. I will say this about Fernandez before we move on. Do you know who the Mets picked before him? I think I do know this, but who was it? Nemo. Okay. I think I do know that. Yeah. They picked Nemo. And then I think that is second pick of the first round. He went before that pick. <laughs> or he went before Nemo. I can't remember the exact order. Like, I want to say they drafted Nemo for, before him. They could, they could get him in the second round or some shit like that. Oh, they thought he might fall? To the yeah. Round? There's some reason Sandy didn't pick him and he went with Nemo. Interesting. I mean, Nemo's a good ball player. Not worth what people are saying he's going to get, in my opinion. Well, well but, but you know what? That's, that's a funny thing to begin with because the one guy was a pitcher. And, and look, and, and obviously he did have a huge upside, even yeah. after having the Tommy John surgery. Mm-hmm. But he was a good pitcher before, and he was had a huge upside. The other guy played baseball. They played a 10-game schedule in fucking Wyoming. Yeah. <laughs> and, and he didn't start playing until he was, like, fucking however old. So <laughs> what, what do you see there? <laughs> like, like what? And for his pitching, remember, the Mets used to just draft pitches. Because yeah. they're a pitching organization. That's all they draft. They never had any position players, ever. And then your David Wright came along, and your Jose Reyes. But, you know, they don't have the influx. Like like the Padres, like we said, the Padres have everything. They have pitching and position players. They're hitting it right with everyone. Mm-hmm. So I, I wouldn't even know that. All right, we'll take the center fielder who barely plays baseball because it's fucking freezing every day over the kid who's, who's, who's a surefire fucking pitcher. I can't yeah. miss. That's a little strange. Well, Sandy Alderson was never the most make sense kind of a guy. Sean, did I, I never told you the story. So the year Mike Trout was drafted, remember he was drafted late. Yeah. He was drafted in at the end of 20, whatever, six pick or, or whatever. And if you remember, that was the first year they did the draft on the MLB network. So Mike Trout was in the studio. I think he was the only kid in studio. They expected him to go higher, obviously. And all those teams were passing on. And I think they take it. And now if he didn't get picked by the Angels, then the Yankees were the next pick mm-hmm. and we're going to take him. So I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, well, the Yankees, you know, were a decent team, obviously. So they, so I go, where the fuck, how did the Mets pass on Mike Trout? So I go back to that draft and thank God, because I would have killed them. They didn't have a pick in the first round. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> so I said, I, I was so pissed. I go, how could they pass? Because the Yankees obviously knew about him. Yeah. Playing in Jersey, you know, close to Philly, whatever. But I, so I'm like, the Mets had no idea this kid was on, on their radar, but so they got, thank God for them, they got a pass, because I was pissed. I was pissed. I go, what the fuck? So this guy might have been a Yankee, you know, had the, the Angels not taking him. 
That's all right. His contract would have came up and the Wolfons would have let him go. <laughs> so it wouldn't have fucking mattered anyway. All right. Moving on to free agency. Mm-hmm. Fucking nothing has happened. Nothing. Absolutely. Like, this is a big problem with baseball. I was saying this to someone earlier. Football within the first 12 minutes of free agency, 150 guys have been signed. Bouncing all over the place, staying where they are, whatever. But, like, everything is fucking, like, done in, within the first three days. The NBA, same thing. Hockey, the same thing. Baseball, yeah, we'll see. Well, and, and this is on the more recent side. This is recent. Fuck, man, like, what are you waiting on? <laughs> well, Sean, again. I, I, I do, once again, like I said, this is another trend. That has started, and and I think it's, first of all, I think it's bad for their business because mm-hmm. you want to have a kind of idea about, you see, you start making your team, you could be courting somebody this whole time. Like I said, we don't know every day. As much as you get baseball yeah. reports from beat writers and MLB guys, they don't know everything that's going on all the time. So, you, you, you know, you, you're focused, you're like, okay, I think we could get this guy. But you might not make some moves that you want to make because you got to wait to see if you get him. Yeah. And we'll come. And now let me tell you what comes with that. Now, I don't think the Mets are trying to make a big splash with a free agent. But in their case, let's put it, even if they were looking to sign a few people and they haven't yet, then they make a trade like they made today for two Marlins pitchers. Mm-hmm. Basically, two guys cast off by the Marlins. One of the guys, you know, see, it's just... Even the Met guy, even what they took back and returned the Met guy, Sanchez, he was he's six foot six. He was three and nine and low A. And say, I, I just, I, I, whatever. So these are the moves they're making. So you get two bullpen guys who can start for the Mets. And I'm sure this isn't their, you know, their offseason plans, but there is no other action. Now, I got to be honest with you. So Anthony Rizzo resigns with the Yankees, right? I forgot about that. Yep. Okay, no, no, but I'm saying, so as soon as he does that, there's, there's, there's only a couple scenarios. The first being that he knows Judge is going to sign with the Yankees. Yeah. Right? Because why else? You know, he's, he's, it's, his, it's his asshole buddy. They're good friends. <laughs> so he knows they get, the Yankees have the inside track. Or maybe he's thinking a little longer term. He says, look, I enjoy my time here. Maybe he knows Judge is going to go somewhere else. He don't, and look, man, I'm taking off. Why don't you sign with the Yankees? Because with the money they save on me, either through a trade or maybe some other free agents, they because the Yankees still need pitching. Yeah. Maybe they'll build a little better. So why don't you stay with the Yankees? You get the opt-out after the second year. You can be 36 years old, maybe still sign it a couple of years with anything else. Yeah, as a DH or, or whatever. Or he's just a stupid. <laughs> For the fact, because it, look, if you ask me, even if they sign John, the Yankees aren't winning. I, I The Yankees do a terrible disservice to their fans and everybody else by winning all these games every year. And not, and look, and I'm I, not since, but and the 2009 team to me just won. That was like the year that that was the 2009 team was like a team that just came out of nowhere to win a World Series. If that makes sense, like yeah. the core team that they had that won the four and five years. You expected that they had a great chance of winning. Yeah. 2009, hey, they, they, they beat the defending world champs who went two years in a row. So to me, that was it. So if you take, give them that one, 
but it's one since they lost in 2003. They, they won in 2000. They lost in 2001. So they've won the two in 22 years, whatever. They're going into the 23 years. But to me, and this ain't Yankee bashing, but all of these years of staying complacent, especially in the latter years, and thinking that you have a, yeah, you have a good enough team to win between 90 and 100 games. Yeah. But what, what does it mean moving forward? And so my thing with Rizzo is, okay, so he's signing with this team thinking, hey, because I love when everybody goes, well, you play for a team that gives you the shot to go to the playoffs. But what's the difference if you're going to lose in the playoffs every year? And so far, the word was the Padres and even mm-hmm. the Astros, who just We're won the World Series, are going to take a shot at the guy. So you can't tell me. Now, once again, maybe it's because he's comfortable playing in New York and he wants to stay here. But you got a much better chance of winning in your latter years going to either one of those organizations. And what's the hate about San Diego? I mean, I it might be a California place and a lot of people don't like it. But I mean, weather-wise, living there, shit, yeah. I mean. And you get to finish where you started. Finish way or but like even the Astros. Yeah, why and not, there you're not? paying, and there you're paying no state tax. <laughs> no state tax. The team's always going to be good. They're going to have mm-hmm. another shot at winning. I mean, I guess it'll be a little Verland that seems to be going somewhere else, maybe. But one can. Only they still win. have good. They still have other good young pitchers. Well, I had somebody had said that, but it's like <laughs> how many aging pitchers? But I got to tell you something right now. I don't. What Verland did coming back from Tommy John at his age. Uh, why not? Why wouldn't you think the guy's got a couple more years left in his arm? No, I agree. Just, just a strange thing. So the Anthony Rizzo thing, like you said, then other than that, just, just some, you know, just some, you know, trades that teams have made. Yeah. You know, the Blue Jays traded a couple outfielders or let outfielders. Oh, go. they they traded who they? The Oscar they, Hernandez they yeah. traded, and they're saying they're making a push for Nemo. They want Nemo. Yeah. So. I mean, I saw something today that said Detroit is looking at Nemo. I'm like, for what? Well, you know what? If you're Brandon Nimmo, you got to feel good that people want you. But in the same respect, if the Mets give you something, you know, why? why would... He loved playing here. Nobody else was going to ever draft him. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not trying to be a jerk about it. Like, I, it's a business. Get as much money as you can while you have the chance to get it. Like, I completely understand that and agree with that, especially for a guy who's from the middle of nowhere, Wyoming, who grew up playing Legion ball, not even like real high school that's baseball. That's what I mean. Didn't what play in college because he got drafted out of high school from playing yeah. Legion ball. Like, <laughs> who in the first fucking round? Like, it makes who else would have given you Before that Fernandez, for Christ's sake. Exactly. <laughs> so, like, who else was going to give you that fucking opportunity? Like, come on, Brandon. There's got to be some, like, well, I, like I said, I think I, I, Sean, I don't, he doesn't seem like a money hungry guy. And like I said, he likes it here. His yeah. family liked him playing here. I, I mean, I think if the Mets come in with a, with a decent offer, I think he takes. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> but once again, if Colorado's going to give you 130, if Detroit's going to give you 125, I, do you blame him for going? If if, if if Toronto, I can't blame him. I mean, Toronto still has a good team. So, I mean. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to shit on the dude for getting as much money as he can, obviously. I mean, God bless but, you. I mean, I wish I could do the same. No, no, but no, like, I, I agree. But still, I just. I, 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 as much as I talked to him down a few weeks ago, it's mostly because I don't want other teams to fucking get him. <laughs> no, no, but it's the same thing. But like, I, I, Sean, we go back to Zach Wheeler. The Mets could have had Zach Wheeler. Yeah. They just. Uh, 
again the same have, the, the old ownership sucked ass exactly and they didn't even have to meet the 125 that the phillies did they just had to not give them five dollars an hour like they wanted to all they had and they knew they were selling the team is the worst part hmm. they weren't even going to pay all of that contract and yet they yeah. were like no we're good yeah motherfuckers i bet if we had bees on our hats Fucking white and blue, you would have signed him, you piece of shit. Uh, so wacky that the, the Mets make the sale, you know, Cohen buys the team, and their cable pad, the SMY, isn't part of the package. Like, he, he doesn't have that. They still have ties into that. Isn't that crazy? They have ties into that soccer stadium that's being built. Yeah, yeah. Cohen gave him $2.4 billion to build shit in his neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's, it's funny, they, got, they knocked down all of that shit that used to be around the ballpark on, on the other side of it. Well, good. I, it was kind of a dump. No, no, but they said they were supposed to build some other, now they're building a fucking soccer stadium. That's just an entire sports complex now, huh? You got the, yeah, you got no. the uh, U.S. Open, Arthur Ashe. You got, you, got, you got the tennis. You got the tennis. You'll have uh, City Field. And you'll have N- NYCFC. And, and then you'll have the Estadio in Olimpico. <laughs> oh, you built the Estadio in Olimpico? No, I bought the Calahandra apartment building. <laughs> hey, you're an architect? Yeah. Have you ever been to Santiago, Chile? Twice last year. <laughs> what is that from? <laughs> Something about Mary. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where did you go? You know, Harvard. Yeah. Oh, you must have studied under Ken Green, amongst <laughs> others. <laughs> now, let me ask you a question. I mean, we'll just talk. So a little bit of controversy going into the World Cup. But here's my thing. Did they not know this before the agreement was made? No, it was all bribes. It was all bribes. I'm saying to play it there. That No, they didn't know how the country ran itself. I mean, why is this a thing now that we're pulling out now? They didn't know, they didn't know their, their beliefs before they decided to go there. I was, I'll say beliefs, whatever. Look, I, I mean, I think people know what I'm talking about. I think about. they're bit, a bit loose in certain areas with the booze. The Qataris yeah. are. I don't know from, from my – I've never been, obviously. No, so I can't no. say, but I believe there's a little bit of a looseness on some of the some of the traditions. Yeah. Uh, but I think going in, there was an agreement that there would be certain parts of the stadium where you could have beer, okay. where you could drink a beer or whatever, especially with Budweiser being like the fucking number one sponsor of the entire well, thing. But I'm just everything that they should have from that to the way they treat certain kinds of people. How, how do you not know this? This is my point. You you make an agreement. You give this basically. The size of Rhode Island, the area, you say, okay, we're coming in there. Look, and it's great for them. It's great for their economy. Look at what they built. You know, it's going to be good for them. But you, yeah, you it's not like they, they didn't have the money. You don't know their policies. You don't know how they brought, you don't know what they, how they feel against certain people. And that's what I'm saying. So a week before everybody's offended and we're pulling out, it's crazy. It's nuts to me. The, the, that World Cup was bought. That's all it was. The Qataris oh. bought it. They they yeah. bribed the fucking people who voted. Like I mean, and that's known. Yeah. And on top of that, they were using slave labor to build those stadiums. But Sean, that but this is this oh, is I know, I know, I know. It is what it is. I'm just saying. It's just you take people, it. people acting shocked now, like exactly. And that's what. It, so that's and that's when you got to do to Dave Chappelle, or you can shut the fuck up. And that's it. And everybody just go there. Don't make an issue about anything because they know what's going to happen. Or here's what you do. You say, we're not playing for our country. And guess what? They'll bust 22 other fuckers over there to play. And if you lose, they lose. And in some cases, you're the person running the country. will shoot you dead if you say no. So 
<laughs> the, the, the soccer is a wacky fucking thing, man. I'll still be watching it, though. Yeah, hey, listen, you'll you'll watch it. You'll be you'll be, hey, you might put a couple of shekels down on France. <laughs> hey, but why not? I'm hoping that uh, Portugal will win, so Ronaldo will retire. Uh, why is that I, what he said? Yeah, he said it the other day. He goes, "I will." He's going through retire. some shit, also, right? Isn't yeah, with he? Man United. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's got something there. They took his picture off of their stadium. Oh. I'm hoping they sell him to Tottenham. That's that's my hope. <laughs> Send his ass to Spurs. Let's go. Uh, but all right, one last thing on baseball before we get out of here. Go ahead. There was four surprising, well, three surprising non-tenders and one other that I knew the name of. So Cody Bellinger, yes. non-tendered by the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. I know Cody, you know, was better a couple of years ago. Uh-huh. You got to take a flyer on that guy if he's available, right? Like, if the Mets well, don't get Nimmo. Take it. But you know what, Sean? I think there's been a large enough sample size now to know that he's not his MVP player. Mm. Like, uh, his swing is – when during the season when you watch the MLB Network and D-Row, Mark DeRosa does his comparisons and his side-by-sides. So he got hot for – and when I say hot, he had a good week. <laughs> the stats still didn't match up to anything that he did in the past. And you see his swing is completely different. And I don't know if it's just a head thing. And I, I think when you get a lot, once again, he's a guy who got a lot real fast, an MVP right away, yeah. a second year, you know, and he had a great year. And then he struggled. He struggled since. And I know, you. so you had the strike and then, and then, you, you know, and then you had a full year that he was a little shitty and then he just had another one. So I agree with you. you. You maybe you take a flyer. First of all, they're saying the Dodgers might sign him back yeah. just for you know a little bit of it. You know what he what you know, he he can't command any money. He no. he sucks. <laughs> you know he he still got to play now. To me, he's an interesting thing because he's still even though he's play he's a great outfielder, mm-hmm. but he can still play first base also. So I think you're a team if you're going to take a flyer on him, he could play two positions really well. Yeah. Every outfield position, excuse me. Well, at four positions, every outfield position plus first base. So you take a shot at him. Now, the interesting thing about it was, though, and they make me laugh. They're like, well, you get rid of Bellinger. Can you make a pitch for Judge now? You know, but I, you know, I, I think they, uh, that would be the whole thing. Bets going to second and whatnot and doing all shit. But we'll see. Weird. But I don't, I don't I don't think Aaron Judge is going out there. But like, okay, so yeah, Sean, you're right. You can you take a flyer? I think you take a flyer. I think if he wants to play somewhere, you give him whatever he's worth. But I, I I don't think you can expect his bat to play big. Like you can't you can't say we're signing Cody Bellinger and we're guaranteed twenty five and seventy five. Yes, yeah. it's not a it's not a guarantee. The only thing he could be is it could motivate him. He could be pissed off now. You know, he's still very young. Yeah. In terms of, so he just says, "Hey, man, I'm gonna try to work it out." But then again, he, he might never be a hitter again. They found the loophole, and they're you know his swing is is it's got holes in it. Well, because he uppercuts from a hundred percent. Yeah. Um, Luke Voigt. Yep. Nationals non-tendered him, which for him is good because now he could sign somewhere as a DH or whatever. So like, not a big deal for him. Probably a 
Probably something they agreed to after last year's trade. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he wanted to play in Washington. I'm I sure after the whole thing with uh, what's his face uh, with uh, Hosmer and that whole thing because he wasn't supposed to originally be part of the trade. I'm sure the yes, Nationals yeah. said to him like, "Hey, man, listen, we're not going to keep you after the season. We'll non-tender you. Like, you can go where you want. Be a free agent. Like, yeah. just you know." And even if the Padres win the World Series, you get a ring. Like so. <laughs> I, now, to me, Luke Voigt, to me. I know he's got confidence, but I think he thinks he's a very a, a much better ball player than he actually is. <laughs> and and I do agree with confidence. Oh, you mean you gotta have confidence to have your shirt open that much? Yeah, exactly. It's it's still it's and to call yourself the honky tonk man. I got news for you. There's only one honky tonk man. Yeah, he's um, longest reigning uh, intercontinental champion of all time. Uh, you know, I, I, I saw a, a, a thing. Now, we, we'll get right back to baseball. But I saw he's a very short. If you ever listen to his interviews, yeah. because he, I know the guy is very respected, very whatever. They kind of fucked him a little bit. And he mm-hmm. he actually took a a side. We're talking about the honky tonk man from wrestling for all you know. We're not talking about uh, Luke Voigt. <laughs> Luke Voigt right now. He actually took a, a side, you know, or he stepped to the side. Like you said, I guess. The trade-off was to be the longest intercontinental reigning champion ever, but he could have moved on. Like he could have, yeah. you know, they could have pushed him to be the heavyweight champ. They could have done a lot of stuff with him. And he said, well, no, I'll do it. And they kind of fucked him. And from all accounts, seems like a great guy and everything else. To me, it was always a wacky gimmick, a guy looking like Elvis. <laughs> but you know what? When you, we'll get into the rest of the, but we said it before. These guys are so much into that craft. Yeah, it's it's great. You know, we, we always say people watch them on TV and it's just a big joke. No, these guys are professionals and what they do for the in, in, in terms of their time, their 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 bodies. And when you when you hear I'm fascinated by all the back, the locker room back talk by these guys. Oh, but anyway, Luke Voigt, Luke Voigt, <laughs> he like I said, he's always had confidence. He didn't get the chance to play with the Cardinals. He bust on the scene with the Yankees, but I feel everybody who puts on a Yankee fibs <laughs> out in some way, shape, or form. Whether they continue doing it is another thing. He he led, you know, he went he had the 22 homers in 60 games. You know, he had the most in the majors. And, and once again, that whole season to me is just all the shit. Even the Dodgers winning it. Yeah. It's, 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 it's ridiculous. And then after that, you know, so now he played. He thought he had a home in San Diego. And they, you know, they gave out. So look, I now he's a guy though. Look, you want a power bat? Like you said, here's my I, I will tell you this though. If the Mets had the chance to have Luke Voigt or Darren Ruff for the second half, I would have taken Luke Voigt. Me too. I would have taken JD Davis. Well, no, and well, that's the Mets should have kept JD Davis. And not only that, they wouldn't have given up the players that they yeah, gave. they wouldn't have given up Zapecki or anybody else. Yeah, so no, JD Davis could have done the same job. Just not breathing. Better. On the bench. Just get yeah, them no, better. He would have been. That, that was a trade the Mets should have made. You wanted to bring the other two guys in. You could have. They should have kept Davis. Who they should have traded was the guy that non-tendered today, Dominic Smith. Yes. Yeah. I know you're a big Dominic Smith fan. I do like Dom. I think he's a good kid. I think he's a good ball player. He just needed every day to play. And unfortunately, because of where he ended up. Or, or who was drafted after him, I should say. Yeah. He just didn't have, you know, really the chance. I mean, 
I do think, that, and now he's a product of the season also. His best season being in the 2020 the 20 season with only a bunch of games. You know, it's like, could he say, but you know what, Dom, so he did, he did everything. He, look, he, they called him fat when he was playing at Vegas. Yeah. And he got himself into wicked better shape. You know what I mean? As he said, which yeah. was kind of funny from a, <laughs> you know, from, from, <laughs> from a dude from Compton. I was going to say from a ghetto man, you know, I was just like, he grew up in a ghetto and for yeah. him to say, I got into wicked good shape. Wait, what, wait, what are you in the Southie projects? <laughs> so. I, you know, like, like I did appreciate him, Sean, but you could, he just can't hit anymore either. It was, it's sad to see. It's funny. He, it, there's a lot of guys that are like in this like zone of like triple A and a half. They, they can, they crush it in triple A, Kelnick, Dom, uh-huh. uh, a few other guys, Conforto when he was down there and, and then had the troubles when he came back up those few times. Sure. Uh, Early on in his career, it's like these guys are like stuck in like this triple A and a half spot. Mm-hmm. They can't get to the level of where they could be a, a, a regular, productive major league hitter. And but sending game. them down is worth nothing because all they do is just beat the shit out of the baseball because the competition isn't as good. So, okay. and the last one is Frenchie Cordero, and I only included him because I know his name. <laughs> Well, but, so, yeah. uh-huh. No, no, I, I hear you. Well, but you want to take you want to take a flyer on him? No, <laughs> you just you just like the name. I just knew who I knew the name. I was like, oh, I no, know that yeah, name. Yeah. Oh, all the other you looked at all the other non. Yeah, I looked at all the other Nintendo's like that guy must have been like double A. This guy must yeah. have been in like the South Atlantic League. Who the fuck exactly. is this guy? This guy was playing in Cuba last week. What the hell is this? I just think the new baseball is they don't give a shit if they sign guys in February. And that's to me, it's a, well, you know, you know, actually they do have, we do have a chance to the winter meetings and you know, we'll see because that last year was very slow and they promised to be, and they've made some signings. You know what? They have a chance to rectify it. If this winter meetings is big and you see a big bunch of signings and, and stuff like that there, then, then maybe it has a chance to get back on track. What we really need like is for somebody to turn down a deal from the Mets. Hmm. And then Steve Cohen's going to go, oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I wish Steven Matz was out there to turn us down. Yeah. The Mets, the Mets need pitching. They do need a couple of pitches. I mean, they, they did not offer Taiwan Walker a qualifying offer. Well, I guess because they used it on the other two, right? I don't think it matters how many you have. Okay, I I don't know if you can you give out that many. I think you can as, oh, as long I, as like they're on your team. I think you can. I thought two was the max. And, and no, and Sean, the only reason I'm saying is because of the compensation attached to it. Mm. I don't know if you could do it to every one of your free agents. So who'd they do? They did Nimmo and uh, and uh, and uh, Degrom, right? And Bassett. Bassett got one too. And Bassett. So what they do? Three? Yeah. So maybe three was it? Because why maybe. wouldn't you give it? Why wouldn't you give it to Walker? I mean, baseball writers were surprised they didn't put one on Walker. So I don't, so I don't know. That, then it, there's got to be a reason. Well, why wouldn't you do it to all your free agents if you offer them to get the thing? And I thought that compensation shit was supposed to stop this year, but I no, guess they couldn't agree on it. Oh, that was one of the things. That was one of the talking points they couldn't agree on. 
Now, if you look at it, uh, reading the article, you know, it's not like you get the team's first pick. In fact, a lot like Jacob DeGrom gets signed, the Mets get the fourth round pick in between a compensation round. Yeah. And once again, baseball picks are a dime a dozen anyway. There's 15,000 guys. Uh, DeGrom was a 12th rounder, for Christ's sake. (laughs) That's what I mean. So I think there's a lot of shit attached to that. It's like, oh, well, you got to give up a draft. Who gives a fuck? You know how much yeah, I, I wouldn't give a shit about giving up a fourth rounder for Jacob Degrom, or <laughs> I'd be like, all right, no, no. but that, but I, but being honest, that's what I'm saying. And even the thing for Conforto last year, well, if he sits out the whole year, the Mets don't get a draft. I, okay, you don't think the guy wanted to play baseball? Yeah. Fuck it, let somebody sign him. He's still that's the most interesting, Shawnee. I agree. I think he's a one year guy, unless be yeah, a show me deal. Hell, you could even make it symbolic and do it three years and whatever and give him an opt-out after the first year or after each year for first one and two. Who gives a shit? Like, or just, just do, do, a, do a club option after the first year. Yeah. Or whatever. Get creative and say, hey, look, you know, show me what you got. Yeah. This could be a one-year deal or it could be a two- or three-year deal. Like, let's figure this out. Like, I'm not going to give you a 10-year deal, The like, but – you were out all of last season. The year before that, you, no offense, sucked. <laughs> and you've been a sporadic at times. Uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for here? Uh, streaky player. So let's see well, what you have. But once again, a guy, he's at 30 homers twice. In a, yeah, in a, a good ball, a good defender. Like, I would definitely him, call him. He, tur- if- he turned himself into a good <laughs> defender. You know, he, he really did. He was, he was a good right fielder. I mean, the shitty part is everybody that the Mets could be interested in is tied to Scott Boris. So I'm sure Billy Epler is just talking to Scott Boris every five minutes. Like, hey, how's it going, buddy? Well, you know, we haven't heard the famous Sandy Olison, we're kicking the tires on everybody. We're kicking the tires. He was always kicking tires, Eddie. Well, because he could do that for free. Well, that's what it was. We're kicking the tire, and he now he's done or, or whatever. He's out of the capacity, or yeah, yeah, he's done with the president stuff. So yeah, I'm he's like the it. CEO of the Mets now, or something. But shit. I think, yeah, I think they was whatever they're supposed to. I don't know who. See, I thought Theo Epstein was going to be, but he's saving baseball. Theo yeah, apparently. Yeah, uh, there was some talk about Stearns. Now that he's leaving Milwaukee, but I don't. Uh, they've yeah. said that no, it's just going to stay with Billy Epler. So I don't know. Yeah. No, well, I don't, like I said, I think they were going to keep Epler as the GM. They hire these guys in other positions. The Mets signed, we're not signed, we're talking to that pitcher out of Japan. Uh, yeah, I did hear that, yeah. I can't remember his name, and if, even if I did, I'd probably pronounce it wrong. Um, so that's interesting. Um, he's a guy that you don't need to post. There's no post associated with him, so he's a straight free agent. There's some outfielder that does have a post tied to him or whatever we have to negotiate with the team before you can even negotiate with him. Well, I was remember, remember Dice K mm-hmm. that the, the Red Sox paid $50 million just to talk to him. <laughs> like they paid $50 posting fee and then had to give him a contract after that. And by the way, do you know what? I, I don't know. He's like 39 or 40 years old now, or even he's older. pitching in Japan. He's like, he's playing shortstop. <laughs> Oh, he's playing shortstop? I thought he was pitching. He's still playing. He was playing shortstop the other day also. <laughs> still playing. Good for Dice Gay. Yeah, that's what I said. He went back. Well, he went back. Former Met Watch. 
He went back home with some American cash <laughs> and plenty of it. <laughs> Living his and best life. And now he's still playing. That's what he is. Now he's over there. He's fat. He's playing. He's like he's playing softball. I seen him. <laughs> he made it. He made a play on a ground ball up the middle. He's living his best retirement life. He a hundred percent. And 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 therein lies why Japanese baseball is not it's not up to not up to not up levels. To, talk about triple A and a half. There it is. <laughs> it's double A and a half. Uh, <laughs> all right, I got nothing else, Uncle Johnny. I'm, I'm yeah. gonna make it in the drink here because my basement's dry as shit, and I've yeah. been dying for something to drink yeah, over the last twenty five minutes. This but, was a lot of fun. We miss Johnny. Happy birthday again. We might try to do one earlier next week. Let me know when you are available. I was thinking maybe Tuesday, uh, Tuesday night, uh, just because with the holiday and everything else, or we could just skip next week. We'll figure that out, but we'll figure it out. Um, but yeah, so I'll, I'll put something out to you guys uh, sometime this weekend to see when. when but, people yeah, but I, I, do, I believe we have dinner plans with somebody on Tuesday night, but I'm off so we could be five o'clock. So, okay, I bring them on. I could be Who? ready. <laughs> Who is it, Hirsch? Bring no, Hirsch. Le Piccolo. Bring him on. I'd love to see him. <laughs> it's only been 30 years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I would but you put it out there and we'll figure it out. All right. Sounds good. All right, bud. All right. Thanks, Uncle Johnny. I'll talk to you later. Good show, Shorty. I love you, pal. Be good. Right. Love you too. I just threw a baseball into my own chest. All right. <laughs> hey, you got to charge the man now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'll talk to you later, bud. All right, I'll you. Bye. I right, bye.